This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. For many filmgoers, a trip to the theater is unthinkable without that crunchy, buttery, salty snack sold by the bucketful, popcorn. Invented by indigenous peoples of the Americas approximately 5,000 years ago, it would become a sensation in the U.S. in the late 19th century, largely due to Charles Creeters, a former confectionery store owner who pivoted to the manufacturing side of the food industry. Creeters' first successful invention was a steam-powered peanut roaster, and he cannily applied it to other purposes, like roasting chestnuts and coffee beans. But it became a gold mine when he used it to pop corn. As this added feature became its main attraction, Creeters subsequently invented a designated popcorn wagon, with an iconic red and gold design that would become the standard look for popcorn machines. The snack became a popular novelty at fairs and carnivals, and later reached its full potential after the turn of the century when movie theaters became the entertainment hub of the masses. Early exhibitors were worried about serving food in their film houses, fearing smells, messes, and disruptions by loud snackers. But the profit margins proved irresistible, especially as audiences thinned during the Great Depression, and theater owners began padding their coffers by selling obscenely marked-up candy, including ones that remained staples, like Milk Duds, Raisinets, and Red Licorice. And later, as creators and imitators mass-produced increasingly miniaturized machines, popcorn became king of the movie munchies. In 1920, the Dubinsky brothers, who had changed their family name to the more Anglo Durwood, invested their earnings from promoting vaudeville roadshows into opening a movie theater in Kansas City. By 1961, they owned 10 theaters and transferred ownership to one of their sons, Stanley Durwood. Boasting a Harvard education and aptitude for business, the younger Durwood pioneered adding screens to his theaters to screen more movies, inventing the now-standard multiplex. In the process, Durwood changed the company's name to American Multicinema, today represented as an acronym. In 2008, as the chain swelled over 300 locations and as the industry U-turned from cramming theaters with as many seats as possible into creating more comfortable, luxurious experiences, the chain introduced a concept borrowed from Austin's Alamo Draft House, servers bringing chain restaurant-quality hot food, as well as alcoholic beverages, directly to your seat. The chain now operates several dozen of these full-service eateries with screens, the industry again creating a new profit center as audiences decline. But despite the extensive food menus and full bars, in the movie theater business, the most profitable concession remains the munchable snack invented by First Peoples and mechanized by Charles Creeters. Popcorn. This week on Doughboys, AMC Dine-In. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside my co-host, Captain Aju Picard, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. What? I think that was a pun on, I, I mean, it's obviously a pun on Jean-Luc Picard, Aju Picard. That's pretty, I mean, it's, it's a bit of, of a stretch. It's, it's weak, is what I want to say. <laughs> that was courtesy of Blake, who wrote, love the show, live long and prosper. If you have a, a, an insult you like me to use and mention the top of the show, roastspoonman at gmail.com. Wow. Cool, cool insult. What's his name? Blake. Cool insult, Blake. 
You fucking dork. We Blake. get so much Star Wars stuff on here. I was like, here's a here's a is a crack at a Star Trek. Yeah, episode. we switched we'll throw this it up. in there. Nick, you know something happened to us today, and I, I yes. think it's worth bringing up. I think we're gonna do a double about it. But I was uh, on my way down to uh, where we were meeting today. Yes, and I accidentally pushed the Supreme button for gas. You were getting Supreme gas, and I the ni- oc- ninety one octane. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and so I pushed the, I pushed the supreme button and then I told you guys this I texted the the do, the ultra doughboys chain is it ultra omega doughboys chain Doesn't uh, matter. <laughs> it's not important <laughs> and um I wrote that and then I was going to have a follow up joke and then yeah. you and I texted the same joke at the same time we're Should both I bring it up you're a comedy writer you make fun of me for being stupid all the time I came up with the same joke you did <laughs> but I came up with mine seconds quicker uh, no, you here. didn't. I just was typing the response. I already had the joke. Hold on. Wait, hold on. What? Here's here's what. Let's see. Uh, while you're still sour, sour Mitch. Okay, that wasn't it. Oh, cool. Well, That's great that you read that part. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. I accidentally hit the... This is from you. I accidentally hit the Supreme button while getting gas. Me. Supreme. Bad for gas. Great for tacos. Mitch. Not a bad mistake if you're ordering a pizza. <laughs> then you reply. Hold on. <laughs> great for tacos? <laughs> <laughs> yes and then i put yes get that sour cream and uh emma d- uh, chimed in i've heard of a supreme burrito but never supreme taco but i'm into it mm-hmm. evan susser taco supreme come on mitch pricey for gas evan susser guys he's just trying to bring some sanity to what's going on you also wrote you can make anything supreme with a little sour cream you made a little rhyme in there i stand by that I think that a supreme pizza is more normal i know that taco bell it's a supreme i get yes. that I'm just saying a Supreme pizza is a more normal. That's like a menu item. You're getting it. I think with nachos and it, it, it's so common with, with uh, commonly applied to Mexican food these days. Mm-hmm. Nachos, tacos, burritos. You think of the normal version as not having sour cream and diced tomatoes often. And then you add those two elements and it becomes the Supreme version. Okay. I just I was I was right. My version was mine was the better version. Mm. Uh, hashtag Mitch was right. Hashtag Weiger was right. I'm going to do a double. I'm going to do double based. Yeah, on we'll this? do a supreme. We'll, we'll settle the supreme question. All right, I'll do it. Two we of should... us and Supreme Court Justice Elena Kagan is our guest. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a drop real quick. We haven't listened to this drop, Nick. So might be bad. Let's see how long it is. It's going to be never like the bad. That's Rich Jay. All right, hold on. Historians say his wife, Ava Braun, pushed Hitler to marry her during the last oh, days of the war. Here we go. I saw this on the History Channel. That's Rich Jay. <laughs> Historians say his wife, Ava Braun, pushed Hitler to marry her during the last days of the war. <laughs> this is fun. Boy, that's got to be strange, isn't it, huh? <laughs> it was in the bunker. The generals are telling you've lost Russia. You've lost Europe. The Americans are attacking. Germany has fallen. The Russians are coming. Ava walks in and goes, okay, we have to talk about us, okay? <laughs> I don't think we're going anywhere as a couple. You there. I don't know about that, Jay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. What a terrible drop. <laughs> you were getting on me for Captain Aju Picard. <laughs> what a terrible drop. drop. Uh, just, I, I couldn't even look at our guests. We're, we're their guests. That, I mean, that drop made me look worse. I was the one doing the Kevin Eubanks impression. <laughs> um, Hello, Wally, Irma, Emma, Yusong, and the rest of the folks at Doughboys Media. Your podcast is fun and informative, and here's a drop for you to play. Thanks. Michael Robin, Robinalt, Robinalt, at Michael Robinalt on Twitter. Very cool. Well, Mitch, I think our guests might have some <laughs> yeah, input get on the Supreme please question. Please introduce them. Uh, 
from Kevin Pollock's chat show. Return to the podcast. Kevin Pollock and Jamie Foxx are here. Hi, guys. Hey. Welcome back. Yay, thank you for letting me ride Kevin's coattails. No, never. No, come on. We're having fun. We actually... Uh, put the chat show to rest last was it last Saturday or two Saturdays two. that recently wow. wow at the Dynasty Typewriter Theater Jim Jeffries and Pamela Adlon uh, that will be our last two shows 339 and 400 10 years on the button wow and uh, as the Jews are fond of saying my people it's enough already <laughs> what if you do 10 years of Doughboys oh, and eat it? oh. <laughs> it's like all a, that food it's a sentence yeah we're not going to live that long yeah I think I think we will die we will die before that happens which is kind of our built in plan with this podcast yeah. anyways people have been saying enough already about Doughboys since about episode 25 <laughs> And we get it. Yeah, uh, people got it, guys. Uh, we had we already had a, a, a we already spent the day together. We saw Captive State at the AMC Dine In Theater, directed mm-hmm. by Rupert Riot. I think is that the guy. Let's say sure. <laughs> <laughs> Will we hear from him again? Do we think? Uh, I, you know, he made Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I think that was one. Of oh, the really? Movies. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good one. He made he made Rise. Huh? I think so. he made one of the Planet of the Apeses. I think it's the Rise of. Interesting. Yeah. Huh? Because Rise of the Planet of the Apes is fun, and this, and he pretty much had a, a a blank check for the next one, and this was the one he chose. I guess so. <laughs> it's it's a, it was an odd movie. I mean, I, I think we'll this episode will be out in a little bit, and and I think that you know this, I I don't predict this being a blockbuster smash. This, that's the this in the pop culture zeitgeist. We don't have to spend a time. This may be forgotten about. You may Google this, and it might not exist yeah. anymore. <laughs> There's a chance, yeah, but a, a baffling film. I feel, I feel like my one. We're word jumping was, right into the review of it. What you, <laughs> we're starting with them. We got a lot of movie stuff to talk about. I thought we'd talk about the movie. <sighs> well, first of all, welcome to our home. Thank you for yes. having us. Thanks for having us here. Last I can't tell you we're in Mitch's home. Yes, and I, I can't tell you how much of an upgrade this is. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> oh, you mean the audience? Sorry. <laughs> Wasn't the, it wasn't your home. It was that we live five minutes from the theater. That's right. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. please right. understand. Yeah. 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 yeah we took- and you have to meet our cat, Edie, who's also a tuxedo cat. I would love to. Yes. I would, this, this, this is great, Nick. Yeah. You Nick. don't care. Nick will be afraid of the of Nick the cat. got hot sauce out of the deal. I'm very excited. Very excited about this hot sauce I've got here. Mitch, don't take the name Edie as a, a command. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, Edith, when she's not... Uh, Playing well with others. But uh, yeah, so we chose a theater near us yes. for the dining experience. Mm-hmm. We sure did. And then we also made sure we could record near us as well. Right. Yes. A uh, great choice. A great choice. You know what? <laughs> my only regret about all this, but this doesn't matter anyways, is that my stomach is hurting really bad. Yeah. <laughs> After our day, <laughs> I had to, I had jeans on. I have yoga pants on now. Yeah, it was it was. It <laughs> or was, what are they? What is it? Athleisure wear. Yeah, mm. it's adult pajamas, people. It's, that, it's pajamas that are allowed to be worn in public. That's what <laughs> athleisure wear is. I wish I had a pay. Well, I'm not sure if you guys would allow me to just put on PJs and come into your home, but I wish I had a. I think we would both prefer it. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> you know what I wish? Here's what I, on the way over I was thinking. I mean, this is I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it. Uh oh. Every home should have like a little dungeon bathroom for <laughs> earth 
for when your stomach hurts and that sort of thing is when going friends on. are coming over, they don't want to blow up your house. Yes, yeah, a, bo- got- a bomb shelter. Nick, if you what will. did yes. I say to you on the way out of the theater? You said you said it was downright courteous that Mitch used the bathroom at the cinema yes. and didn't bring it over to your house. A hundred percent. That downright, is downright downright. We would have directed you to the bathroom that Edie's litter box is in, and you yeah. could have used. You would have been you fine. Guys, you guys have a bomb shelter. We have yeah. a bomb shelter upstairs. <laughs> That's that every home. So if people go down into the basement or wherever right. wherever this That's is, that's a very Pittsburgh thing. It's called because of when people would work in the steel mills, they would yeah. have to come. They would come home and they'd be like covered in soot. So there's a, we call it the Pittsburgh shitter. But there would be a shower <laughs> and a toilet in the basement, so they wouldn't have to get. They could shower down there and go to the bathroom down there and that not have to take it into the home. That's wow. in G, that's in G, that's genius. The Steel City has it figured that's out. Insane. <laughs> and here we just do it for the kitty litter, and when friends go to the dining. <laughs> <laughs> My Pittsburgh friends, um, who I have to say hi to, Allie, Chad, and Robin, will be very excited that I mentioned the Pittsburgh shitter. Yeah, they will. <laughs> I, hashtag bomb shelter if you got one. If you got a, or a hashtag Pittsburgh shitter if you got one. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah, That's give, what it's called. Give us a pic of that private bathroom. <laughs> Put that in the Doughboys Twitter mentions. Jamie, wait, so you have a, you have a connection to Pittsburgh. I'm from Pittsburgh. You're from yes. Pittsburgh. Wait, let, let, That's a strong connection, Nick. Okay. Do um, your homework, you idiot. Well, I don't know if I'm Googleable. <laughs> if you Google the name Jamie Fox, I'm probably the ninth thing. <laughs> the ninth person named Jamie Fox is going to come up. So from Pittsburgh, uh, a big food city. I know we, we touched on this a little bit last time you, you guys were over at Mitch's, but the... Mm. Um, uh, the, the big thing, the, the fries and the sandwich. Pr- the fries on everything. Fries Permanis. on everything. The Permanis, Permanis sandwich Permanis, with fries yeah. and coleslaw on it. But we also are famous for putting fries on our salad. Right. But that's not even my... I'm using... I love a smaller chain called the Hot Dog Shop, which I'm using. Mm. They have all their sodas come in collectible cups, which I'm using one of their... The holiday one from this Whoa, year right very now. Cool. Yes. It says Frank's for the memories, which exact. is exact. I pun. love it. I know, and they're all hot, they're hot dogs. Eating yes. Oh my God. Now that's got a big smile that on his is, face. <laughs> <laughs> he loves Frank's for the memories. All right, that side of the table is a little off, if you ask me. Um, Nick, look at look at these monster hot dog humans. Oh yeah. my God. Oh, wait. I can here distract them for a minute. Yeah. Well, I got to get the. <laughs> Yeah, uh, these are like, this is like a nuclear family, but they've got hot dog. They're made of hot dogs. They're, they're made of hot dogs. Yeah, they're hot like dog. they're, they're, they're limbs living. and their bodies. Their faces. Jesus. Yes, they're hot dogs, Nick. Oh, my God. This is we the have best a Boston connection. Made. Wow. This is the cast of Cheers as, as hot dogs. As hot dogs. Ted Danson is like a like an attractive Norm, hot dog. Yeah, he looks great. Norm, and Woody. Norman Woody kind of look similar. There's not too much of a difference. Hot, hot dog Ted's looking like a snack in more ways than one. So enamored with this that Jamie decided. My When I started getting tattoos, my best friend dared me. She's like, why don't you just go full sleeve and get Ted dancing hot dog? And I did. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's wild. That's crazy. That I love that. And I hit it. It's actually, it, it's conducive for today because it's in like a movie snacks. Right. Tat, I hit it like in a movie snack. You got the, That's let's amazing. all go to the lobby game. Let's go out then, to the lobby. Yeah. yeah and then hot dog, uh, hot dog Ted's right uh, crammed in the middle there. That's right. That's that. I love that. That <laughs> hot, hot dog. That could be, if they did a hot dog version of Cheers, I'd watch that show. <laughs> oh man. You, you wouldn't make you, that show. An animated <laughs> hot dog version of Cheers. You wouldn't watch it. It's like sausage party, but it's the guys. Yeah. Cheers. I, that, I mean, I feel like if you put that in on YouTube in like 2007, that would be a sensation. All right. Well, we're just a few years yeah, late. Yeah, we're a few years too late to that <laughs> So the hot dog shop is my favorite Pittsburgh chain. And uh-huh. also, we have a diner called Eaton Park that's okay. only in Pennsylvania. Right. And 
it's just a great classic diner that's open 24 hours. It's I don't think there's anything. Its signature is that they have um, the smiley cookie, which uh. is a sugar cookie that with icing on it that has a smiley face. It's good, not great. But the fact that it's so difficult to find a, a diner out here that's open 24 hours. Right. Where you can get anything you want. We have like norms. That's about it. Yeah. So I've heard of I've where, heard of Eaton Park. Yeah. Yeah. What is the wait? Let's. Talk, I, I want to back up to a hot dog shop a little bit. Like, what is it about it that makes it your favorite? It so it's the hot dogs. They're small. You have right. to get like two or three to complete a meal. But the they grill them and the casings like gets that snap to it. Oh yeah, I love it. And snap. the buns are kind of wet like steamed almost like mm. they're wet so you get like this 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 crisp the crispness of the hot dog with the casing but then like the the bun and then they have this cheese sauce that is to die for. of course they do of course yeah. there's a, <laughs> so my, a pittsburgh cheese sauce somewhere a, yes and, and they're fry they have real fries they're shoestring fries but they're real they're cut there um like cooked to order and their burgers are really good too her Thing about real fries versus what real fries oh, mean? Not frozen, mm. real, oh, real, fresh got it, got cut, it. fresh yes. cut. I yeah. say real in fresh cut. So when restaurants have frozen fries, yes. which they fake. often do, her family was oh, they're fake fries. We're not eating fake fries. Oh my god, I yeah. love that. I like I like that. <laughs> it came from a potato. Yeah. Yes. I, I think it's a fair stance though. There, there is a qualitative difference in uh, the fresh versus frozen. I mean, if, I feel you could a lot of the. It's, it's crazy that In-N-Out fries are fresh. Yes, that's like because their main. Because they not, don't, because they don't keep the skin on. Yeah. Uh, right. Hot dog shop keeps the skin on. Mm. And they're not great. No. How are they not that great? I like the In-N-Out fries. I know you do. I get that people don't like them. Yes. I understand. No. I think I, I, I'm they're them. not double cooking. I think that's what it is. We went deep on Five Guys for me being the better fry because yes. of double, double cooking and keeping mm. the skin on. Yeah. A hot dog shop definitely has some double cooking going on. You can tell. You can find better fries than In-N-Out fries. I like them, but if people are like, I like In-N-Out, but not the fries, I'm like, that's not an opinion I'm going to argue okay. with. That's fine. That's right, reasonable. Good. But I like them. They I, work I'm for right, me. Fine. That's fine. So, yeah, I stopped getting fries. I, I still get an occasional craving for an In-N-Out burger, mm-hmm. but I stopped getting the fries long ago. What would be, what's your guys' normal order there? I like a single cheeseburger, whole grilled onion, add pickle, and yeah, that's it. That's good. Yeah. I do animal style. I do almond style. We've talked about this. Yes. Which is animal style add raw onions. You can't just say almond style. Yeah, people I know. Don't, people, people don't know. People, <laughs> people don't know who, who Armin he is. is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they haven't listened. Yes. Armin style, though. That's right. what I do. Kevin, yeah. are you a fan of in at all? I uh, My order there is uh, five guys. <laughs> 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 to answer your question more directly. <laughs> I will say though, if you're trying to no carb it, they have the pro- yeah. their protein style burger, that's they figured it out. It's the best it's the best. Of the it's the best yeah, it's yes. the best of the lettuce wrap burger. That so I if you're yeah. yeah. So I would freak like whenever I was like on this whole life challenge diet and I had to not eat carbs, like that would be an easy and it's it's cheap and it's convenient. So it right. would be easy. Yeah. Right. Easy which which that. made me really when because I, I know I'm hard on it because I like to be mean to it because I like to be mean to you, Nick. Um I do. It's fun. I know. I'm um, aware of that. Uh but uh that's when when I started doing when I started eating lettuce wrap burgers, that was when I was like, oh the quality of the meat of the in patty is it's good. It's good. It's, it's really good. It they is. They have good ingredients there. Yeah, they do. So let's talk a little bit about uh, because we're, we've got to we've, we've got to talk about this week's chain, but I want to talk about more generally movies and movie snacking habits. Mm. What what where do you guys like? 
Because my I'm pretty. I talked about this a little bit in the theater lobby after the film. I'm a little bit of a guy who just likes to have like a little bit of a soda, something maybe with a little effervescence or like an iced mm. tea, just something to sip on. And, and did you, I don't, did you I tell don't them your stance on? Do you st- tell them your stance on popcorn? I'm pretty staunchly anti popcorn. I don't like popcorn. I tried a little bit of the popcorn today. Did not sway me. Calls himself a skeptic. I'm a popcorn skeptic. <laughs> Insane. What are you skeptical about? I'm skeptical about its necessity. <laughs> In the cinema-going experience, like how did it, how did it ever become part of the experience? Yeah, I, I get that. I, I get that, but I, I'm skeptical about its status. Is like like this is the food. This is the thing you gotta have. It is you gotta have popcorn. It is the thing you have to have. It doesn't work for me. Doesn't click. What are you me. talking about? I do love movie theater popcorn. Yes. I don't like the artificial butter. I my first job mm. was at a movie theater when I was 16, yeah. and I was like off of movie theater butter ever since then. If this was Kevin Costner's character's argument. That he made in No Way Out, they, yes. would, they would have known he was Russian. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say that, Nick. Right. Your, your conspiracy against why is popcorn at the theater. <laughs> Boy, for, for a man in a film with a famous twist ending, you just spoiled a twist ending there. <laughs> well, if it's out for 25 years or more. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's fair game. That's on or you. Or in the case of this movie, a week. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we can't captive state. We can't even spoil the ending for you because I don't. We it don't doesn't know. make any sense. I don't remember any characters' names. <laughs> Gabriel. I don't remember who was on whose side. Gabriel. That's all I remember. There's a Gabriel. Gabriel I guess. Yeah, yeah. They, they did shove Gabriel down our throat as a name, but otherwise, um, you you, I, you guys seem to be a, a, a big movie going uh, couple. When, love to go to the movies. You're you're you're. That's great. Yes. I think that's great. People because yeah. pe- people who are in the movies or in TV, I, I like when they. Go and see the movie. I, I go and see. I try to see almost every movie. I, I see at, whether it's good or bad. You know this. I do. Yes. I, I'll see anything. I love to go to the movies. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of bad. There is a lot of bad. A lot of bad. A lot of bad stuff. Yeah. And I've been through the process for a long, long time of trying to get a movie made mm-hmm. as a writer or a producer or a right. director. And um, when you see a really bad movie. Right. And you've been through the experience of trying to get one made. Yeah, you do have to kind of throw your hands up in the air and say, <laughs> "Yeah, this is the movie that actor chose to do." Yeah. This one, right? Yeah, that actor has a lot of scripts to right. choose from. This yeah. is the one. But I also know there's. It was a good cast in today's movie. I will say, yeah, but, yeah. a lot of I love character actors. Yeah. obviously. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Dunn. You got Kevin Dunn on this one. Um, but also from being on the other side of it, uh, in terms of trying to make choices, yes. Um, you make choices sometimes for all the best reasons, and there's still eight million ways to die between yeah. saying yes oh, for and sure. the movie coming out. I would yeah. say today's movie was a little too ambitious. As my, it, I, oh it just, yeah, it was just it was a really it was really trying to show it showed a lot. I liked it as a world building exercise. I was like, oh, this is kind of an interesting world. It reminded me of the Half Life, uh, Half Life games. Sure, it was, but it was like I, I will say that I feel like this is a thing, and uh, we talked about Arrival a little bit, or, or you mentioned Arrival. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's like a thing with aliens now to make them like weirder Weird, yeah. and to make them like like okay, how can we make the language as strange as possible? Is yeah, as, yeah. This I, was the most unique alien. I'd yeah, seen. as opposed to like kind of like there was the you know the, the old Star Trek where going to be this as humanoid as possible. Now it's like, a, a, yeah, we've got this weird, like, six-limbed thing with spikes all over it. And it fur it slash like, spikes. Yeah. The fur turns into spikes. That I, is one of the few things I liked about the movie. Yeah. I liked yeah. spikes. When the spikes went back into I liked fur. that it was an original yeah. alien. <laughs> right. And I liked Arrival because the aliens were essentially Kodos and Kang. 
Yeah, yeah yes. <laughs> that, That's true. They so, much so, they, so much so whenever they were first revealed, I think I jumped up in my seat. I went, <gasps> Codas and King. <laughs> you didn't whisper it, as I remember. You stood up and yelled Codas and King in a crowded theater, which is much better than fire. <laughs> yeah. None of them wear clothes. No clothes on aliens anymore. Oh, that's right. You think we should clothe them up? Yeah, put some clothes on them. Cover up their privates. <laughs> well, right. first show us the privates. Yeah, show, let them let know what they are. <laughs> We're not certain any of them had privates. Is that <laughs> why you're zooming in as soon as an alien is on screen, There's Nick? another big thing, too, where f- uh, heads open up to mouths. Oh, yeah. You know, yes. Stranger Things yeah. right. sort of reinvented that And wheel. Quiet Place. Quiet Place. Oh, yeah. 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 So that's a big, big thing. This one, I, that, that didn't quite happen. We don't know how they killed, do we? I don't know. They stuck you. They with stick their you with porky their porky pine thing with their spikes. But we they, know, you never even really see anyone in this film get killed. But no. it's you don't even really see much no. of the aliens at all. No. In fact, I felt after the opening scene, who involved uh, a couple of crawling aliens and yeah. one a uh, little closer up with the porcupines folding into fur. After that, we went. I think an hour twenty. Yeah. Without seeing an yes. alien. Which made me realize, oh, what a genius thing to do for your budget. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, build a world, as you said, yes. uh, dystopian and what have you. And that's what the movie is. Yeah. Establish the alien in the first nine seconds of the film and then just leave it alone. Right. <laughs> leave it alone with the alien, the spending of money on the on the CGI. It's uh, like if you saw Jaws in the first minute of Jaws, you saw a close-up of Jaws. And he was smiling, and then, yeah. and then the next time you saw him, it was when they he was exploding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's and, not too far. Off. And then at the end of the movie, Quint, like you finally learned, Quint wasn't on Jaws's side. Yes. <laughs> like, oh wait, well, <laughs> all right, yeah. okay. And Jamie was the one laughing when the spaceship, which, <laughs> which I think you like dubbed, uh, oh yeah, doorstop. It looked door like a doorstop. Yeah. Yes. Again, they were looking for. They're trying to go for this organic thing. It's like a weird, like wood, like Earth rock. spaceship. Yeah, like it's rock spaceship, which I kind of like. Oh, okay, it, it, but it, it just didn't look cool. Nick, were is, you so at, much of a thing of a sci-fi is just like things should just look cool. Did, when you were leaving the theater at the uh, the first weekend, Jaws came out. Were you upset that you couldn't see Jaws's genitalia in the right, water? <laughs> So that movie came out in 1976. 75. 75. I was born in 1980. Okay. Well, I'm not, I'm not old enough to have seen Jaws in theaters. All I right. know you, like to always, you always like to talk about like I'm much older than you. I'm two all years right, fine. older than you. Who cares? But besides that point. Yes. What were you upset that you didn't see Jaws's? To answer your question, yes. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you guys, so you, because people like a, a, to, to, you know, Prestige TV. We're in the era of Prestige TV. Golden uh, Age of Television. Golden Age of Television. Uh, Kevin, you're on a, on, a, on a very renowned, very successful show. Uh, <laughs> as you gesture at your SAG award that's displayed in your uh, your, li- your dining area. Um, the uh, a, a very heavy... Very heavy You should award. say that he puts it there as a, as, it's a, it's a, as a joke when you're playing poker. I rub it in my poker playing uh, friend's face. Yes. Right? Host a weekly game. <laughs> And we, Jamie put it on the mantle by the TV. I did. I forgot. I where did. there are other things, and then I realized I had to look at it every day when it was on the mantle. And right. I, I didn't really want to look at it every day because we're never in this dining room unless it's Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, or the poker game. Right. Yeah. This is not a room otherwise. A lot of have. a lot of dining rooms go unused. I feel like it's yeah. just, it's kind of like a my sketch team does table reads here. Oh, oh that's, that's right. right. That's <laughs> right. Use it for that's table right. reads. 
There's a nice flow, you know. Right. But uh, we just don't stop here. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so uh, I, I'm curious, do you have, you know, because people have their own movie snacking habits do you do anything with it when you're you're gonna sit down you're gonna watch a show that you're you're into do you something that's like an event uh a, a weekly event watch is that something you have some sort of snacking habits for or some sort of food routine I, at home no i feel like we'll tend to eat if we decided like we're staying in tonight and watching tv and we order takeout we'll eat dinner in front of the television right but mm-hmm. i don't normally sit down with us like snack. humans we have a uh, <laughs> tv trays from target Oh, that's fun. You know, the plain wood ones. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah, nothing fancy. Right. Those are great. Yeah. Look at the job done. I use a little table in front of my couch. Uh, the, that little... Uh, it's too low. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I've tried to eat at that table before. It's too, it's too low. That's the, an the issue is, for me as well. If yeah. I have to lift things that could drip and... Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to make... I'm going to spill all over myself. I, I just call them the cats. <laughs> <laughs> they clean that. They're like little Roombas. <laughs> So what about okay? What about watching movies at home then? Same sort of same sort of thing. Well, we have a, a tradition on uh, Christmas Eve. Yes, called Jewy Christmas Eve. That's fun. <laughs> where we will go to uh, my favorite, certainly Chinese restaurant. I'll get takeout. Uh, Yang Chow. Give them a, a shout out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, amazing. I'll go. I'll drive all the way there from here. Yeah, that's a, that's. I was that gonna up. say that's a that's a ride. Yeah, we're not messing. Yeah, around. but it's Christmas Eve, so no one's in town. Uh, no one's slipper. In t- you get the slippery shrimp, of course. Uh huh. People who are in town, by the way, are at Yang Chow Christmas <laughs> Eve. There's about 600 people waiting outside in line. That's why I have to go. Bring it back here. We'll watch a screener for one of the for your consideration movies. Yeah. We'll invite over uh, a handful, mostly of, Jews, a handful of Jews, <laughs> and uh, so. In that case, we're eating a Chinese feast right. while watching uh, a movie. But I, I don't know that we have any rituals in terms of watching TV or movies at home. Hmm. Mitch, how no, about yourself? I don't. No. Not re- I mean, uh, just dinner. There, there's no real... I mean, I've done the same... I, I do the same thing with the screen. Can I ask you what was what was the, the, the screener this year for the... the uh, Scruggs? Was it Scruggs? Scruggs? Oh, no, no. That was... We watched that after Thanksgiving. Love um, Scruggs. No, it, uh, Vice. Oh, Vice. Oh, Vice. Okay. And it was Good, great because, movie. so we eat the meal, and then we watch, and then we'll start the movie, and then we'll take a break and have pie, mm-hmm. and that movie, if you've seen it, has a very, has a false ending. Oh, yeah. wow. And we, so it was perfect for intermission, and right. we, or as my our friend Corey called it, piatus. <laughs> <laughs> Why, are you haven't seen your old boss's movie? Well, uh, Vice? Yeah, McKay. He's no, your, I haven't seen it yet. He's your old boss. No, I kind of I kind of got, got way behind on movies last year, and I just sort of gave up. I he's was like, you know what? The, a wonderful filmmaker. Yeah, he's, he's doing very well for himself. What the? F- what was the last movie you saw before Captive State? Um, Captain Dear God. <laughs> I saw, uh, let's see. Hold on. In the theater? Yeah. Did you see Into the Spider-Verse? God, no. he's going to come up with like arachnophobia or something in a second. <laughs> hey, also with John Goodman. Also with John Goodman. Goodman on gr- the brain. I do have Goodman on the brain. How can uh, you not? Wait, he's no, the, great. I saw another movie. No, I saw some more stuff in last year in the theater. Dear God. Uh, Black Panther. Okay. Wasn't That's Goodman a year on, old. That's a year old. Wasn't Goodman on the brain of <laughs> Willie Nelson's song? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you have to do a little math. Um, 
Yeah, no, I I <laughs> fell way behind <laughs> on movies in 2018, and yeah, you as, did. as I do is that like when I'm I'm just like you know what this year's a wash because I've had years where I'll, wa- I'll watch every single like. You just call movie. a year okay. As, you're like, saying for movies or just in general? This year's a, wa- a wash for movies. I'll just never catch up on 2018 okay. movies. It kind of wasn't a great year in, for movies. I'll get back in it on 2019. Yeah, you picked a good year to watch. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. a great year for right. movies. Right. Yeah. But no, I didn't see a lot, and also too, I was having issues where I was like and and. Uh, uh, I was fine at this this experience, but I've had issues where I get lightheaded in movie theaters. Oh, I don't know if it's uh, like if it's anxiety related or what, but like I, like it's like a feeling of like like oh I feel like I'm in, I'm entrapped. Yeah. So like I feel like I like ah, I got to get out of here. It's kind of like the same feeling I've had. You you we were on that plane. We were on the plane to Saskatoon, and I was like I was like ah oh, boy I'm not doing great right now. Yeah. And, and I uh, thought you were gonna open the door of the airplane yeah. and jump out. <laughs> so like I, I like I it was like a I, I sometimes have that feeling of like even though I'm not trapped in that situation, I've like I feel like I can't escape from here. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, for that reason, I kind of avoid theaters. I've been avoiding theaters of late, although I think I'm, I'm doing better. Jesus Christ! Yeah. You could technically ex- escape a theater much easier than a plane. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Don't That's a point in so theaters. Just remind favorite. yourself of no, that. A little bit easier next time you go to a theater. I can actually get out of here <laughs> if I want to. Without risking anyone's life. I don't like Nick knowing the easiest escape route from a theater <laughs> for multiple reasons. Uh, I saw, you know, the, the speaking of, of theater incidents, I, when I saw War for the Planet of the Apes, this uh-huh. guy directed A Planet of the Apes. I don't think it was that one. Um, but I saw War for the Planet of the Apes. This guy, the guy was seated, seated right next to me where you were at the uh, you know exact same spot as you were today in the AMC theater, uh-huh. um, stood up. Uh, walk down the aisle and then walk to the like as you start going down the stair steps of the stadium seats. Tripped, fell down, face plant. Oh my god! And lot uh, com- was just knocked out cold. Yeah. And the guy next to him like got up and like checked yeah. on his friend and went and got security and they got him out and I was like, holy! Sh-. It was such a like, holy shit! I should do something and then I did nothing. <laughs> Like I just watched this all unfold. Well, did his friend get up pretty quickly? His friend got up so immediately. There wasn't much you could you have did done. The, yeah, yeah I guess you so. did the right thing because yeah. you don't want a bunch of people crowding. But right, I don't right. think I've in my entire life seen anyone knock themselves out. It was crazy. He I just s- felt. He just like like knocked out. It felt like a. It was like someone had said Tim Burr. <laughs> oh my god I wish That's Jesus. what you could have done That's Nick. what I should have said I should Well have said in the Tim movie Burr. theater You should have said Tim Burton <laughs> I think if Oh you, Dumbo <laughs> I think if you said Tim Burr That guy would have Regained consciousness And come over And kicked your ass <laughs> Rightfully so I told you this When I went and saw Straight out of Compton A guy threw another guy Over a row of seats At the Arclight In Hollywood And uh, I was with Joe Saunders And Joe Saunders Stood up and went Hey you can't do that he, he yelled it out wow. to the people and the guys are like oh sorry man sorry. we don't want any trouble saunders wow if, if you know joe saunders uh, he, he uh, it's a very funny guy but i, I gained a imagine, lot of respect for him for standing up if you want to if you want to you don't know joe saunders imagine a less confident you song <laughs> is that a thing yeah <laughs> i'm good for joe i'm glad he tried to, to you use can't the situation. do that he stood up out of his seat. It was the I was la- I just started laughing. <laughs> so uh, okay, so we were at the theater. We went to the AMC mm-hmm. dine-in before the dine-ins existed, or if you're going to because this is a this is not your common theater. This is not the place you go to most frequently. I don't think it's a it's a place most people go to most frequently. But but what AMC? What are you talking about? Like a, like a oh, dine-in. A dine-in. Okay. So outside of the dine-in experience, what is your, what are your guys' movie theater snack preferences? Ah. Popcorn, yeah. popcorn, right? Well, no, I need at least a drink. Normal. Yes. What what kind of beverage do you go with? 
I like soda. I like soda. Yeah. I like all sodas. It just depends. Like today I got a Coke Zero. Right. I like all. I like root beer. I like I like all Sprite. Depends what I'm in the mood for. I like all soda. I think at the movie theater, Coke or Cherry Coke reigns supreme. What do you think of that, Nick? Yeah. I mean, those are no? good. No. I, I mean, like a Coke or a Cherry Coke are always, they're great sodas. Yeah. I, I've Dr. Gotten, Pepper? Is that what you got on your mind? I just don't like sweetness as much as I My used to. God, okay. And I have less of a sweet tooth than I did when I was a kid. So I will, I will honestly go with like an unsweetened iced tea. Or if they have a sparkling water, like they have like a Perrier or That's a, a favorite of mine. Yeah. Is one of the button options on those self-serve. Yes. Because right. a lot of them have the free Coke freestyle machines now. Right. So you can get a Dasani sparkling. Yeah, Dasani sparkling is not bad. That makes me happy. Too. Yeah, that works for me. Yeah. So you get a sparkling water and a piece of sugar cane that you bite on throughout the movie? <laughs> now, speaking of sugar, <laughs> we uh, Jamie and I had a debate before we left the house. Yes. I had prepared yes. my contraband. Because that is my other go-to. Yes. When uh-huh. I go to the movies, mm-hmm. I will sneak in my own treats. Right. Candy. Yeah. Because they don't tend to have the candy I want, I feel. Nor do I want to spend $60 for right. a box of right. 19 M&M's. Right. So I, uh, from the airport, I just flew back from New York uh, yesterday. Jesus. Thursday night. Thursday uh, because we came back for the Paley Fest thing yes. honoring the aforementioned show. Um, and so at the airport at JFK, in anticipation of going to the moves with you guys, I thought, I love Good and Plenty. I don't have it very often, if ever. They rarely have it at a movie theater. Look, there's one of those Dylan's candy. Dylan's candy bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'll go in and get some Good and Plenty in a bag, and I'll, I'll, I'll bring it into the theater's contraband, as I normally do. And as I was preparing it on our way today, Jamie said... Oh, this was a very heated discussion between us. I said that he couldn't take his contraband in because (laughs) it would be against giving a proper review of the dining experience. Wow, right. Wow. I I said you can buy candy when you're there and eat it, but you can't sneak your own candy in because that's not part of the dining experience at the AMC. And this is from someone whose nickname is... uh Depression, baby. Don't won't let you spend. <laughs> won't let me spend a dime. Never. And forces him to eat leftovers. So I could, my brain wasn't accepting. Wait, we're gonna buy candy there. Well, we weren't buying it. It's on the dough yeah. Exactly. Yeah. She had done the math on that. Wow. And I hadn't. But I still uh, got my stubs points. That's right. You got your stubs points. So, so you got twenty boxes of good in plenty. So I, <laughs> I you did, got they, they I didn't have it. No one ever has it. So anyway, I was going to say a very divisive candy. By the way, yes. good in plenty is insanely mm. divisive. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it, I like black licorice. Black licorice yeah. flavor. Yeah. Yeah. I love black licorice flavor, and I don't like good in plenty. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Interesting. Her, it's neither yeah. good, uh, just plenty. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's my normal thing. I right. did popcorn, smuggled in contraband candy. And uh, I would prefer sparkling water because I've already got the sugar coming from the candy. Got it. Uh, but otherwise, I would get like today uh, Coke Zero. Mitch, you're a big you're a big popcorn guy. I am, yeah. And uh, you know what? When I when I when I was younger, and we would go to the movie like movies with parents that would be like, "We'll sneak in popcorn and candy." I'd be like, "Fuck!" Like I, I would, I'd be so upset. <laughs> well, it was not great popcorn if it was coming from home. Yeah, I, you know what? Shout out to Mrs. Tufo. She would make a great popcorn. Oh, nice. She brought, she she she, wow. she actually she actually really could make. But there's just there's something about the hot fresh popcorn even though you're right that i worked at a movie theater as well uh my the, the summer after my senior year of college one of the coolest things you can do when mine was the summer before my senior year yeah it, uh, I, Ni- summer of 99 Phantom Ameri- menace year All very right. cool american pie 2 came out uh and uh i think uh legally blonde 2 or 1 came out i forget which which one one and it was uh you know i saw all the people 
from my high school uh and i was wearing a big popcorn shirt and it was very it was an embarrassing time for me but i i i, I it was it was a horrible embarrassing time for me but i enjoyed where i i do i did enjoy working at a movie theater but the turnoff is that movie theater butter you i still do eat it like i'll get it on there but it does make you sick and, and, and it, it just does make you sick it's just it's disgusting it made you sick today it made me sick today i mean it truly it did i you, you you had a little side of it and i put it on the popcorn and i was i was sick i i needed a dungeon bathroom so Boy. yeah it was it was it was it was i'd never seen a little side of butter before i i, I thought that you would maybe ask for that but they just gave that to you no, huh because when That's i how ordered- it comes there because the- it's they they have a server so they can't they don't ask you do you want butter or not they just ah. bring it to you in a little like a little plastic that's one of the things i guess we should talk about the dining experiences that there's our their servers yes yes well that yes i've I've been have have you guys been to uh the alamo draft house i feel like i have certainly not in la but uh, out there on the road yeah yeah and that that's that was kind of my first experience with ever with with like kind of like a real i I went once i went with you and john gabris and we saw murder at the orient express that's right a lot of fun that wasn't too long ago no with kenneth brownock Yeah. yeah You did a few glasses of wine that night. I sure I did. Well, yeah. then that would be the last time you were at the movie. Yeah, that was it. Murder at the Orient Express with Bronog. Um, yeah, that was a, a but it, that that so the Alamo Drafthouse experience I found. I thought the servers were who did a good job. I just thought that the setup was it felt intrusive. It felt yeah. like I, like my movie was being interrupted. And here I think they it, it's because it's a little bit newer. It's not the innovator of the concept. Um, that was clearly one that I, I think would been it was we were maybe at the original one or one of the originals. Uh, but I, I think this one that like they do a little bit better job of not making it feel like it's a interruption. Yeah, exactly. It's like this huge interruption for sure. Yeah, yeah I give just, them points. For yeah. yeah, we yeah. discussed this a little bit beforehand that this was. I feel this is one of the few that it was built to be an AMC dine-in right. and not retrofitted. Because I've been the only other one I've been to was is one in Orlando at, at Disney Springs, and. It was always an AMC, and then just some of the theaters they retrofitted to become an AMC dine-in, and it's a completely different experience and very intrusive. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it can it can depend on the. It's the- just a rate. It's almost like a rate. It's just a regular theater with like reclined seating, but then they just put a bar in front of you, oh. like a, like a bar top in yes. front of you, so you have to sit up and then eat, and then you. Oh, that's no good. I yeah. don't like that. These had these little swinging t- tables that were came in and out of your seats that were. Almost like an air, like an air, like a first class, yeah, an airplane, and it was great. I thought those worked really well. Right? Should we should we talk more about the movie Captive State, or is, are we done with it? What else is there to say? Were you captive, Nick? Were, were, were you in a captive state? I while was you pretty. It? No, I was pretty uncaptive. Yeah, I was. I was wait like I was. I was waiting for it to. And I felt like I was just like in my head the whole time. I was just like, huh. I was just like I was just. Where am I going to see that alien? Yeah, it was, <laughs> I was just unclear on what was happening. Purposely convoluted, it's very obtuse, so that it could explain far too much in the last four minutes. Right, yeah. right. Which it, and then those... you're supposed to go, oh, I see, I'm the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Jamie said one thing of all you, the many words you just used, and I wrote instantly wrote a bad joke. I'm just. Let, not not this, sure I should share. This podcast is all about all bad, bad jokes. jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been listening to us? <laughs> I once had a bed uh, made of Disney Springs, and when you lie down, it went, ha ha! Ha ha! That's fun. I like that's that. So, really, that's, so up really Nick and, that's so up Nick and my alley. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! 
That's, it was made of Disney Springs. Disney Springs is Disney World's downtown yeah. Disney. And I actually hate that I called it Disney Springs because I'm so old school. I'm like, no, it will forever be downtown Disney to me. But I was right. trying to be correct. But you allowed for a horrible joke. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wins. That's, that is maybe the best joke that's ever been told on Bill Mars. <laughs> what did you got an impression with it? <laughs> that was written in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> you saw, we got to edit that out. It makes us look bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, uh, so yeah, the, the right, servers. So, so, can, so, Captive State is bad. Captive State was bad. Well, it, was not, it was not a great watch, but a lot of great actors in it. We'll say that. The good the performances. I thought the production yeah. design was pretty good. Yeah. And the direction was interesting, compelling. Music was certainly uh, driving. Uh, it was just, the and we like the uniqueness of the aliens. Yes, yeah. purposely convoluted, made it very annoying because you couldn't emotionally connect with anyone mm-hmm. or right. anything. I right. just, I just want to say that there was like forty minutes of the movie that was like, a, like setting off a chain of events where like a guy got like a coin and then like nodded to someone and then they went and like left a dog somewhere and someone saw that and they like started up a car like changed the license plate of their car to a different license plate it was like all these little chain this these chains of events that it took like it was like literally like a half an hour then a a chicken like a a pecked at some bird seed (laughs) it's a Rube Goldberg machine it's a Rube Goldberg machine lit a candle on fire and then imagine all of that while you're watching it, yeah. you don't care. Yes. <laughs> you don't care. You That's don't. what made it super special. Right. You don't know what it means. Nope. It, yeah. You were not allowed to know. Yeah. So but you can skip that one maybe. For, but wait but for, video. for this, yeah. I'm sure it's not still in theaters by the time this episode's nope. out. But the, uh, <laughs> but, the um, but for the purposes of what we were doing, it actually kind of worked that it wasn't a movie that I had to be like pay rapturous attention to because yeah. uh, we got, you know, we, we were eating all this food uh, and we sat down and, and pretty much right away, we our server was over with us. I, I, I liked the service overall. I thought they were very attentive. Um, and uh, uh, we, we started with some, well, here's what I'll say. You get cloth napkins, which I like. Uh, you have these little sort of swivel things that, that Mitch mentioned, um, and uh, this, these swivel trays. Uh, you get a fork, but no knife. And it like took me a second to figure that out. Of like, oh yeah, they don't want you to try to use a knife in the dark because that's just going to end badly. Um, and then uh, I, what I'll say is, did that they just they, give not give you a knife? Did you no, guys get knives? You don't get knives. Okay, <laughs> we brought our own. Sorry, we should have told you guys. <laughs> They clock me walking in. They're like, <laughs> yeah, everything's um, meant to be like finger foods or right. like in a bowl, so you right. can shovel it into your face like a feed bag. And do they normally do what they did today, which is they give the entrees before the apps? Because I found that disorienting. Um, I don't normally order in courses there, right? Right. So, but I also ordered. You guys, I ordered an appetizer as my entree, yes. and it came out the same time as. Your, I see. I think it was just because like we got like the sampler platter. Maybe it was because they had to like, right. you know, get everything, you know, our entrees came out. Our entrees came first, and Nick, he literally fainted. You fainted in <laughs> your did. chair. You had to resuscitate me. <laughs> um, so uh, AMC, the the dine-in theaters, they were launched in 2008. Uh-huh. The, the AMC chain's been around since 1920. As part of the dine-in theaters, they have MacGuffin's Bar, which we didn't get to spend a lot of time in. We didn't um, really do MacGuffin's Bar. But it's kind of like this, uh, you know, it's, it's it look, I mean, it just look kind of like a generic sort of brightly lit sports bar. Much like uh, its purpose to a screenplay, it's meaningless. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, uh, let's start with uh, let's start with beverages. I got myself an Arnold Palmer. I like that they give you a, they give you an actual glass. Yeah, that goes a long way. 
Reminds, yeah. It reminds me big, of Paul. Big glass. Yeah, it's nice. I got a big glass with refills. I got refills, which I was not expecting. And Nick, did you ask for your refill, or did they just come They just with- brought it over. Wow. It I will nice. say, our server was excellent, because that is the first time I never had to specifically ask for a refill, wow. and she was just right there with wow. it. And also, Kevin got popcorn, and she automatically brought a cardboard box for sharing. She wow. anticipated that. And that was, I, I don't know if you have her name on the receipt or whatever, but five stars for her. Yeah. She maybe, was excellent. Maybe six out of yeah. five. <laughs> okay, six stars for our server. Because that allowed me to pour half of our giant bucket of popcorn into the box and hand it over to Mitch. Yeah, that's right. And I and Nick took one bite of it, and then I think I ate half a... You know what? That's probably part of the reason I'm not feeling great. I ate half a tub of popcorn on top of everything else I ate. Yeah. And you troughed that box. <laughs> I did not eat it like a pig. Um, we uh, Our server was Evelyn, our receipt says. Oh, Evelyn was, very, was great. Very nice. She Danny. was excellent. Yeah. Call her out. Uh, so AMC Dine-In in Marina Del Rey, whatever you're paying Evelyn, is not enough. That's <laughs> because... Uh, um, my Arnold Palmer was... Uh, the, so I got the two rounds. The first one I thought was great. The second one was a little bit too much lemonade, but whatever. Sometimes the proportions aren't aren't exactly perfect. I, I mentioned before that I that I like my variant of the Arnold Palmer, the Nick Weiger, which is one-third lemonade, uh, two-thirds iced tea. I think just like you a slightly You named it after yourself? No, it's... Yeah, I know it's a drink. lot of people that like prefer it that yes. way. Yeah. Nick, I don't know if I would You can't it. take the name i coined it it's the nick weiger no it's not the nick weiger it article. is to him that's insane <laughs> thank you kevin um what how was your guys uh, how were you guys beverages and what did you guys get oh mitch got a drink i, I got a, I, I got a, i got a drink i got a caribbean cool i was looking uh i was looking up the menu here i got a caribbean i, I got it up i can bring i can give it oh, to all you. all right i got a caribbean cooler uh which it was kind of like their their fruity tropical drink yeah why don't you click on that for me nick and I, I actually really a rum based drink. A rum based drink. I, 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 it was under their classic cocktails. No, Nick, you, you, not, you don't get these it. are the this is the Supernova and the Mach Three. They don't. Yeah, they only was, have the the seasonal ones. They don't have the the evergreen ones. Hold it was on. it was under the classic cocktails. It was really surprisingly good. It looked blue. It was it was blue. There there Curacao. Is that the is that the blue uh, Curacao? Yeah. Blue Curacao was in there. Pineapple. I think some orange. It was uh it was uh it tasty. was really it was really tasty. It was it and also there was a little cherry and an orange in there. Both pieces of the fruit fresh. It could sometimes that's like rotten fruit you get yes. in those drinks. Both of them were fresh. I was it was I was off to a good start, I feel like. You still it, nothing happened. Huh? This uh, McGuffin's bar website is a it's oh, a Jesus. wild goose chase. It's a McGuffin. It's a McGuffin. <laughs> They've got our Don't dr- follow it. <laughs> They've got our drink menu, but there's nothing clickable here. Oh, boy. It says, from handcrafted cocktails to extensive beer and wine lists, we keep our bars stocked and ready for the show. Selection will vary by location. Mm. And so. that's where we're back to a wonderful description that uh, you just gave. I, I pretty much I pretty much nailed Without it. Without a website. With no website. There was there was, <laughs> there was coconut. There was Kraken rum, I believe, and coconut rum, and uh, blue carousel. Ugh, I said it bad. And uh, a pineapple and orange juices. It was good. Great. It was great. It was. I really, I really enjoyed it. And was surprised by it. Right. And I'm I like. Curious. I what's coconut. the price point on their cocktails? Do you remember how much that cocktail was? I think it was probably ten to Again, twelve dollars. Got the receipt, Nick. I got the receipt, but it's not itemized. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, this is just the credit card Nick. receipt. All right. I should have brought the itemized with me. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't mean, do it. Hey, it's your show. If you, <laughs> if you want to do um, I just had a Coke right. Zero. Did you have the same? I did. Yeah. and I But I do like they have a Coke Freestyle machine, right. so there's like hundreds of options. So I like that you can get a Diet Barks root beer. Mm-hmm. How does, a cream soda. How does the Coke Freestyle work in a dine-in situation, like when you're ordering from the, the server? Uh, that's, you just I've, order like what you want. Like say, like, I want a uh, cherry vanilla Coke Zero. 
and they bring it to you. Wow. But it feels like it's coming from a fountain. It's right. Not, it's not coming from a can. Yeah, no, it's a fountain. Right. No, but that's... that's you know, there's a taste difference. No, yeah, definitely. I think oh, yeah. you were just asking, how do you order it? Because like when you go to the, is that what you're you asking? You go to the freestyle machine. I and feel yeah, like, it's like like a screens in front so of you. There's so many options that I feel like I don't know how I'd be able to keep you, that in my you'd head. You'd have to, yeah, you would have to know what you want going right. in. Yeah. I think I frequent theaters enough and use the machine that I can tell you what. We know I the want. AMC menu of oh, drink, I think drink guy. You know what? <laughs> now that I think about it, I think it may have been listed on the back of the like all the like, there. I think there was a grid on the back of the menu actually. Wow. A grid? I think that would, yes, I think there was. That would give you all the options. Yeah. I, I believe there was. Do you not believe it? No, I mean, they're just like, I, they're, there's the, all the possible permutations. I feel like every time I've seen the Coke Freestyle, it's like, there are like 190,000 different way, different flavor combos you can come up with or whatever, just because of all the different, you know, like, like you can put vanilla and cherry and Yeah, lemon but they're all something. the same. They're just different bases. They all have right. the same syrup options. Mm-hmm. So you kind of got like a like a column, a, 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 an x-axis and a y-axis of yeah. your drink base, and then all your different add-ons. I believe you could that have. that's on the like the back cover, on the grid. Okay, on the back grid, on the back cover. All right, I'm gonna head back and I'll, I'll investigate. Yeah, get that itemized receipt. <laughs> by, the, by the way, guys, I looked up the Caribbean cooler. I nailed the every ingredient in it, Nick. Wow. God, let me see I'm, your. Phone. I'm impressed. I'm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank I you. I appreciate that. I feel like it's Nick's responsibility to not be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back. With more that. <laughs> oh boy, Mitch! Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Mm. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter, Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up? Ugh. Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow. It's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like like it it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags? I've also gifted my mom an Aura Frame. That's right. Wow. This is the truth. Aura Frames are Wi-Fi connected and come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll also love that an Aura Frame means she gets to see more of you. That's right. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? My mom liked her Aura frame so much. Is this true? She got my sister one. And now my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm -hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want from your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch, I'm going to send your mom a photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell. I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> Mitch, listeners, did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. 
Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. Well, Wag, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No, thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, <laughs> and all those protesters out there... Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Doughboys. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash Doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, Mitch, I feel like during the summer, pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life, but also... Giver of heat. Giver of a dehydrator-in-chief, I'd call it. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun. You know it's like built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. <laughs> Moon's real cool. When the moon, the moon is, is out, out, there's never a doubt. Out. The, the moon, moon is cool. <laughs> And when the sun's up high, you can't deny it's going to be hot, 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 hot. Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in the summertime. And the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV, pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I love, the th I love the smell too, and it helps you out, not just while traveling, but after a big night out. You know what I mean. Come on. I Come on. <laughs> the moon, moon is cool. Cool, cool, cool. The cool, cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> moon is cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Tear, pour. Live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And Wags, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. Eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach. Wow. Green grape. Wow. Raspberry melon and lemon lime. 
That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun is hot, hot, hot. hot. Welcome back to Doughboys here with Jamie Foxx, Kevin Pollack. We are talking AMC Dine-In. So let's get into our food. The Big Bite Sampler. This was your entree. This was our starter. I guess let's sit on that for a second. We'll we'll we'll, we'll touch that and mm. we'll we'll touch on that when we get to when we get to entrees. Uh, what other food did you guys get? I uh, what well, we both decided that we were going to get items we'd never had before. Right, and so. Uh, I normally go for the bowl, the sort of rice and shrimp or the rice and meat, one of their bowl options. They got a lot of bowls there. Because I felt like I know the ingredients. I don't have to look at my food. Yes. And it doesn't matter that it's dark. Right. And one of the big drawbacks, of course, of the AMC dining experience is that you are basically eating in the dark. Yes. Uh, There's a little bit of light from the screen, but it depends on the scene. Yeah. How much light you get. And in this movie today, there was a lot of darkness. A lot of darkness. Uh, For me, it's just business as usual. I usually eat in the dark dark. like that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I I went with a, what do they call it? Chicken grill sandwich? The grilled chicken sandwich. Their signature grilled chicken sandwich. I think it was avocado, right? Yeah. Yeah. And a brioche soft bun, which was Mm -hmm. very, very tasty. I went with the hold the onions, and they did not. Oh, oh no. That's a bummer. And they were red, raw onions. Oh, that's man. a huge bummer. It changes everything. Yeah. yeah. It's overpowering. That's a strong and flavor. And I uh, was, uh, that was, that was the one true setback for me, but after a couple of bites of it, I uh, opened it up and removed the red onion. But that- that's a bummer because it's in the dark, so you have to take that bite. Yeah, to I discover did. that. Oh, I took that bite and I <laughs> and uh, I was able to. While well, oh, I'm just, I'm sad. You would think they'd be extra <laughs> cautious of that because it I allergies mean, for sure. Of allergies. Yeah. I yeah. saw Evelyn write it down. Yeah. When I asked for the no onions, I saw. So it's her not on her. No, nope. it's not on Evelyn. Yeah, let's blame the kitchen, kitchen error. Yeah. Uh, and that came with French fries, but I opted out, which you can for free, mm-hmm. as Jamie explained to me. For tater tots or onion rings, I went tater tots. Oh, oh wow. nice. And oh, I'm going to give a very big. Enthusiastic thumbs up for their tots. He's doing the thumb. Our listeners can't don't know this. He's giving a thumbs up physically. Very pleased. Yeah, unbelievable. And now he's pleased. pointing at the door. I think he wants us to go. <laughs> and, and a uh, a mountain of them. Right. Too many tots. Too many tots. I like the sound of that. Name of my fourth book. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, not, this not about child daycare. Yeah, not this <laughs> This was the avocado chicken grill. That was your sandwich. Yes. Uh, grilled chicken breast, baby arugula, tomato, onion, avocado, lime crema, and herb goat cheese on a toasted brioche bun. I stayed away because of the goat cheese. I, I opted out. Oh, smart. I said, is it possible to get a different cheese? And Evelyn, with a smile, said yes. Wow. What kind of cheese would you like? I said, what are my options? She read them off, and I went with the Monterey Jack. Great choice. Yeah, melted Monterey Jack on a grilled chicken. It's perfect. That's I think I think know. Swiss or that are yeah. the two ones I would go with. Yes, because I normally have strayed from that sandwich because I believe of the goat. I feel like because goat cheese is very that's a very strong right. cheese. Yeah. So my normal go to there is 
under their burgers, you can opt to get a beef patty, a grilled chicken breast, a crispy chicken breast, or I think a veg- there's a veggie option. And I tend to get like one of their burgers, but I get a grilled chicken patty and then I get the tots, which we then share because it is a mount of tots. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the portions are pretty are pretty big. I, right. I, I almost went with what you went with, but I was scared away because of the goat cheese. I didn't, I didn't even ask. I should have asked Evelyn. I didn't ask her at all. Uh, and 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 we stayed away from the sushi kind of for similar reasons, which we didn't know what we were getting into. Boy, so that we was were, that was spooked by the sushi. We were afraid of the sushi. We were really going to order the sushi, and then we we, we got cold feet. Yeah, I will say the last time we were there, I do remember them mentioning we're out of sushi. I think it's something. I don't. I don't know if they necessarily already always have it. I think okay. Yeah. I don't think that. I think that they may have taken it off their menu for obvious reasons. Especially like at noon. Like you're going to a movie theater at noon. It's yeah. like just kind of opened. Yeah. The theaters just has like has, this is like one of the first showings of the day. I just didn't. I was scared. That's Nick, a, I was scared. That's a, that's a dice roll. That's yeah. a real. That's a your your. Uh, I, I don't know if I do that. It's like Walgreens sushi. I'm just like, hey, I don't know about this. Yeah. yeah. I, the, the fact that they even have sushi at Walgreens is like suspect. Yeah. Uh, right but, next to the halls. Yeah. <laughs> Eucalyptus. <laughs> Mitch, what did you get for your your uh, sandwich? Nick, if you go right back there, I got the Chipotle chicken melt, which you can read off. If yes. You'd like herb to. grilled chicken, applewood smoked bacon. Cheddar Jack cheese, Chipotle mm-hmm. mayo, warm flatbread, Chipotle mayo. It says Chipotle mayo twice. Uh, the, the, well, I'll tell you this: they 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 give you a side of Chipotle mayo. Is that for dipping or is that for them fries? It's it's for dipping. I was. It's the dark, as we've said. Right. I was biting into the sandwich and then I dipped my fry into what I thought was ketchup. It's the Chipotle mayo. Had no idea. It was nice. Mine came with fries. I didn't replace it. I didn't know the trick. I messed up. Uh, I messed up. What would up you bad. have ordered? I probably would have gone with onion rings or something different. But I will say this: the fries were great. Oh, good. The fries are really good. They were really well done. Well, I, so I liked. Then, them, I liked them a lot. Yeah. So why do you have regrets at all? I, I don't have regrets. I, I just at the time I was like, oh, I would try something different from right. besides just French fries, which I didn't think were going to be that great. Right. And then they were. They were really good. And I got to say, Nick. The sandwich was really, really, really good. I liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was that shocked. That bun is something special. This, right, the bun is gr- the bun is great. That flatbread bun or whatever the hell it is, the, whatever the whatever they grill, they it was like yours, I think, but grilled down. Ah, it was they they really they really slammed this thing down, like and it a was panini kind of a pan, yeah. They 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 flattened this thing out, and it was it was it was tasty. It was really I really enjoyed it. I I was shocked. I dipped it a little bit in the in the chipotle mayo. I was nervous about spilling a little bit, but I think they don't put that mayo on there. I don't think they lay it on too thick because they know that it can right. be a spilly sandwich. Yeah. Um, I was cons- the whole time I want to catch up for my fries because I was dipping in the in the in the chipotle mayo, and then Evelyn comes around and I'm like, "Is is there? Do you have ketchup?" And she's like, "It's right next to you. The ketchup is right next to." <laughs> they which give is you so a whole strange. thing of ketchup, like a big uh, squeeze, every, squeeze every bottle. Seat has, every seat has yeah. a Heinz bottle. That's <laughs> bizarre, right? Well. Well, yeah. no, because you asked for it. I mean, you're right. I mean, it should. It, it, it's. It's. I mean, it's. It just is a weird thing in the movie theater. It, you have to a them. Heinz it's bottle. no different, I suppose, than having it at a four top when you go out to a restaurant. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 You're right. I it, don't know why I excluded two tops. Oh. oh also, <laughs> you. You. You have. A, you had a great system. Um. The oh. light is. There's a light. This. This is a detraction, and they yes. should just give you an option to sh- shut it off or something. But there's like a pretty bright light right next to your head uh so you can read the menu and and everything like that and you can't turn it off 
And Kevin, you showed me that you can open a menu, put it on top of the light, and it and it, and it blacks everything little tent. out. Little menu tent. A little menu tent. Yeah. Nick, I told you this trick. Yeah. You fucked it up so I bad. I out. I don't know <laughs> how you. Th- I don't know how you messed it up so bad. Well, there's a smaller menu. Yeah. Maybe you got stuck with that. No, no he's in the right size menu. He didn't tent it. He <laughs> he opened it up. He opened up the menu and like pressed it against the light. I was light. trying to lean it against it as oh. if it was gonna stick to the light. What the hell were you doing? Then what I was trying to do is I was trying to balance it on top of another menu and sort of tilt it oh, over. No. Jesus. Sort of like a lean to. I should have got up. Yeah. <laughs> um, the ladies next to me were obviously ex- regulars. They did it before i had a chance to oh wow, wow. Mm-hmm. how about that i like the right that's the regular move yeah, i like that they did it before i had a chance to sweet tent i i also ordered um about halfway through my meal i ordered a diet cherry coke um and i got a cherry coke i got a regular cherry coke mm. it was here's what i'll say i ordered it like and she couldn't hear me almost every time i said it i was also kind of whispering it i didn't do a good job but during a loud movie but it was yeah. dur- it was during a, a part of the movie where i think that she just couldn't she couldn't hear what i was saying and i was fine with that mm-hmm. i mean i i didn't care i, I actually preferred it it was better for me yeah so. it's bad. i mean you're eating unhealthily anyway yeah so. who cares uh what's one extra soda i got for my entree so here's the thing this is not normally something I would get at one of these chains because I don't think it's the most interesting option. However, this is so on brand for you that this is what you get everywhere. However, here's what I was going to say. The reason I did it here is because I wanted to see yes. if I was going to go to one of these dine-in theaters, I don't think I'd indulge in something super heavy. I think I'd be like, I might have a lighter meal, and I wanted to see how they executed that. So I got the chopped cob salad. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is grilled chicken, avocado, bacon, egg, diced tomato, blue cheese, and romaine in their ranch dressing. Um, I not- feel that did come first to you. It did come. Yeah, oh, you're came- saying that was your entree? I was saying that was my entree, and it came before our app, which was the Big Bite Sampler. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it, that was just they were just confused about uh, what was what was what, and it didn't really ultimately matter all that much. Um, but Did, uh, did you yes. specify when you ordered that the salad is my entree and this is my starter? I didn't, so uh, I guess this is on me. I it is on you. I, just I think, think it's a timing thing, because I ordered the Big Bite Sampler yeah. as my entree, and I think it's just a a grill like a grilling of the... Or frying of yes. the chicken, uh, the chicken fingers and the wings that it's going to come out later because right. of the, the cooking time. They had two yeah. orders for the same party, and right. so they were just like, "We'll just do them." I together. think it's yeah, just a timing. Thing. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, I was not like emphatic about like this is my app, this is my entree. Right. Get it straight, Evelyn. <laughs> what did you think of the sound? <laughs> uh, I thought it was I thought it was a lot better than I expected. I, I was expecting like an airport salad. I was expecting something to be pretty mm. uh, pretty dingy. Yeah, airport salads are like they're they're just never. It feels like such a compromise. Um, Here's but, what you should do at an airport: not eat anything. Yeah, sometimes it's just like a, a matter of necessity of timing. This, this is later. this is my stance on airports. Don't if 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 you if you if you're somehow in first class, eat whatever meal they serve you. And if I don't, I I I never feel good eating Burger King before I get on a plane right. or whatever whatever options you have. Or like those, I've had those salads before, and I never feel good. It's, it's never satisfying. I yeah. just I feel like I'm going to again. I get I get lightheaded in certain situations, especially if I hadn't eaten. If I haven't eaten, so I'm like I just have to have put food in my body right now. And so what's going on? You're having dizzy fits and looking for the exits, and you're yeah. You're gonna pat, Is everything okay? No, <laughs> obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lovely Saturday, and we're recording a podcast about chain restaurants. <laughs> and you're fr- and you're freaking Obviously, out. Obviously, things want to miss at some point in this life. Um, uh, the uh, I, no, this was a, this was quite good. The ingredients were good. the The biggest issue I had with it was the bowl was so small and so packed 
that I felt like I was spilling ingredients. Mm. I was going to spill ingredients all over my tray. And slightly slanted. Slightly slanted, yeah. And it Lower was Lower in front and higher in the back. Yes. I mean, mm. that element I liked, but I wish that it was just like a little bit of a bigger bowl because it was just, I, I need a little bit of a, of a splash zone. I need a little bit of something. <laughs> you got to mix where, it up. Exactly. And it, and it was it was pretty mixed, <laughs> but some of the stuff was like, it, it being a cob, they just sort of layered some of the stuff on top. So I was just getting bites of like just egg and just avocado. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, because uh, it, it was difficult I to mix. I am not a fan of the, I discuss this with my friends often, of the carp compartmentalized salad. Yes. I want it tossed. Oh, no I'd way. Rather, I'd rather I it be tossed. Like, that's... Because oh, that's first of point. all, I don't want to be eating a salad in the first place. Mm-hmm. I'm eating it because I'm trying to be healthy. A hundred percent. So, do the work for me. Okay. I do not want to have to... And especially if you get, like, a whole grilled chicken breast and you got to cut it up, don't even bother. Right. That's insane. The carp... It's hard to say. I Com- can't do it. Compartmentalized. Com- compartmentalized salad. Thank you very much. That is so whack yeah, i hate it, it more work. and you 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 can go to places i don't know what tender greens does this but like you go to like a 15 dollar salad place and they still will do it sometimes it drives me insane they're doing it for presentation reasons because it like it looks a lot better especially if you're going to photograph it for social That's media insane. it looks better it's so bad yeah i agree i don't like it like sweet <laughs> green it has it right sweet green will t- you know yes. they toss it for you and i also my probably one of my favorite salads is the chopped salad at pit fire pizza it's so on point. Oh, oh man, yes, that's a good salad. Wait, is that one with a vinaigrette? What is? Yes. That? Okay, and I may has, have had that salad. Yeah, and you can opt to put in either grilled chicken or pepperoni and salami. Yes, okay. and it's just oh, got yes. a lot of yeah. gear in it. It yeah. has like olives and cheese and corn. Oh my gosh, pepperoncinos. So Pepperoncinis, yes, so good. Whatever. Yeah, I have had that salad. It's not bad. Um, uh, we've got the uh, and then the big bite sampler. I guess that's what that brings us to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Jamie, what did you think of this? So you had, you had some theory on this going in. Yes. Okay. So I got this as my entree because I have nachos are probably my favorite food. Wow. And I wow. have always stayed away from getting them at the dine-in because. You have to be able to see these. Right. Because you have to be able to create those perfect bites. Mm -hmm. And um, the other thing, I also love chicken wings. And I've always strayed from getting chicken wings here because that's another thing that I feel like you need to be able to see them. Yep. So, as I said, my go-to is normally to get a sandwich because they wrap it in paper and it's easy to eat it and, you know, keep it all together. And, um, yeah, like... and. So, okay. So I got the sampler because I wanted to try the the wings and the nachos mostly, but it also came with pretzel bites and it was supposed to be boneless wings, but I feel like we just got chicken. Did you just get chicken fingers? So the menu description is boneless wings, dry rub wings, loaded uh, brisket fries and pretzel bites served with ranch, cheddar cheese and honey Dijon dipping sauces. That's not what we, we got. I got nachos, not loaded brisket fries. Yes. So that's what, that's what the menu description says on the website. Uh, but yeah, we didn't get brisket with, fries either. Right? No, come, it, yeah. No. On our menu was definitely the one nachos. on our menu is nachos, and in I think the 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 boneless wings were actually bone in, or sorry, the dry rub wings. I think is what I, I think in lieu of boneless wings, we got tenders. Yeah, we yeah. definitely got tenders. Yeah, those were not boneless wings. Right. But I have a big issue with boneless wings because that's not a thing. It doesn't exist. It's a chicken nugget. Call right. it what it is. Oh no, Mitch is a boneless man. I'm a boneless man. It's not a thing. You like chi- you like ten- you like chicken nuggets. Are you boneless man in more ways than one? <laughs> I knew that. I knew. I knew that was coming. God damn it! 
are boneless chicken wings, as They're you call nuggets. them, uh-huh. are they in the shape of a normal chicken wing? Sometimes they are. Boneless buffalo fingers, which is the, what that's I... That's a different thing. Uh-huh. That's, okay. that's not a boneless wing. That's, a, fi- that's a finger. I love a yeah. tendy. Give me a tendy. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> Don't call it a tendy. A chi- I, I think that's a, demeaning. I call them tendies. Okay. A, a tender. <laughs> I think a tender is it is good. Like I think just like the... I'm with you. The boneless wing is itself. It's just kind of this malformed sort of... I'm going to take you to Quincy. You're going to try some boneless wings there that you'll love. They can be flavorful. I okay. like them, but I, I just like, I feel like if I'm going to get something Call it a form, chicken nugget and wing sauce. Yeah, call it a nugget. Well, and- I'm going to say this. There was something Neanderthalian about biting a bone in the dark. Yeah, I, right. I, I, I did not like, that was, th- th- this sampler. Especially uh, watching you do it. <laughs> it's best dark, though. Right. For that. Yeah. <laughs> what if we called it a chicken tendon? <laughs> <laughs> Would that make it more? Or I like less that appetizing. I like that better. It's definitely less appetizing, but that's fine for me. Yeah. Um. The 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 the, bo- the bone the bone in the dark was. Yes. That was the most off putting sure. part about this entire yeah. meal. Yes. Weirdly, I, I don't care about buffalo wing. I love buffalo wings, but the just like gnawing on the bone and not really seeing what you were eating. That I did not like that experience. Right. Okay. So. <laughs> did you have that experience? I did. I did. I did. I was not. I was not on that bone in the in the dark there, and it was yeah, bad. It, it was, was bad. I disagree. Oh, but, why? Okay, no, but I'm gonna go through my whole thing. Oh, yes, yes, please. Yeah, please. Of so nachos. <laughs> I was my. I was completely right on my assumption. These cannot be eaten in the dark. Impossible. Impossible. Insane. My second. My second chip, I, as you can see, I got on my shirt, sour cream on my shirt. <laughs> right. Um, and every, it was exactly what I predicted. Every you bite was shirt like. supreme. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Call back. God. Um, no, it was exactly what I predicted. It was a, a one bite was all guacamole. Another bite right. was all black beans. Another bite. Once I got to like my bite that was all pico de gallo, I was like, I'm done. I gave up on them. Yeah. I was like, I'm right. done with these because this is uh, this was my experiment. And I was I was proven. My theory was proven correct. A hundred percent. Cannot get ultimate nachos right. to eat at the dine-in. It's a complete mess. The, the one, the the platter that Mitch and I were sharing, uh-huh. uh, I, I, our nachos, I think, were three quarters untouched for that same reason. I, I had a very disorienting bite where... Where I thought I was getting a big hunk of guac and it ended up being a big hunk of beans and that was just like that, yeah. it was just a weird like not an unpleasant surprise but just like a you need to be jarring. you need to be making those perfect bites. I love yeah. the ultimate nachos and right. you need to be making those perfect bites right. there's he, a reason probably that we don't normally eat in the dark yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah yeah any and, any food and 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 the nachos are they're at the top of the they're they're and, not uh, made for the yeah dark. looking forward to a a guacamole bite and getting a bean yes. bite is not going to be enjoyable for anyone. No, it's yeah. disorienting. Even a lover of beans. Yes. <laughs> Whereas Jamie washed her hands of the nachos, I washed my hands in them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted for another bad joke. Please continue, Jamie. It's fine because I'm certain people would rather hear you than me. So having done that experiment, if I want that sort of flavor palette, mm-hmm. I've had the quesadilla there and it's great. Mm. And I would, that's easily eaten yeah, in the dark easier. and they cut it up for you. It's, it's served like on a long plate and they right. cut it like, then it's presented to you like in separate triangles and you can mm. dip it in sour cream or guac or whatever. If I need that flavor, if I'm craving that flavor palette, go quesadilla. I, I was going to say this worst bite of the meal were the nachos? For yes, me. yeah. I got I, a bean bite. It was bad. I got a bean bite. Ours were also kind of cold. They're the nachos, little, yeah. our, our nachos Room were a little town. bit, were a little bit cool. So, 
that also didn't help the situation. But go on. Okay. Um, the wings. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a. Uh, I didn't have an issue with eating them in the dark, and I love a dry rub, and mm-hmm. I think it's smart that they're dry rub yes. and not saucy. That's true. Because that would point. be because that would have been a mess. And their ranch was excellent. Good ranch. I ranch really like. It was garlicky. It was a really good ranch. I'm a bit of a ranch snob. Cheesecake Factory being my favorite ranch. Mm-hmm. Wingstop is up there. This one was pretty good. It was good. It, yeah. I thought all the dipping sauces, there was a honey mustard yes, or ranch. Yes, they were all really good. The honey mustard and the cheese for the... The pre- cheese. I yeah. like that cheese. Yeah. And, uh, and I like the dry rub. It just was very reminiscent of Lawry salt, I feel, which mm-hmm. is Lawry seasoning salt, which I'm already a fan of. So yeah, they were good. And right. I didn't have a problem. I didn't have an issue eating them in the dark. I think I would order the wings again. Oh, just interesting. Oh, wow. I, I just, I, the, the taste of the wings weren't too bad. It just was the fact of, I, it was just really threw me off of eating them in the dark. Yeah. I thought the, I thought the whole platter was a little over fried. It just tasted mm-hmm. very, I mean, it was a lot of fried stuff, yes. but even those pretzel bites, they tasted kind of like deep fried Pre- the, they, they, they tasted the- to me like a mall pretzel and I love them yeah. and I gave um, one to and Kevin liked them too yeah. I gave I was like try one of these pretzels these are bomb I think <laughs> that was were. I think that was the standout of the plate actually yeah. that was my the pretzel, favorite the pretzel it tasted was- like a Wetzel's pretzel it tasted like a mall pretzel yeah I, I thought you were crazy about dry rub stuff I like the, I like dry rubs I, I yeah like you the- do alright <laughs> <laughs> I like the uh, I like the dry rub uh, 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 with my wife it's always a dry rub <laughs> Unfortunately, Uh-oh. fortunately for her, and I just get the check. <laughs> Excuse me, man. Um, <laughs> Evelyn. So, oh yeah, we're doing this live in the theater after the after the movie. In MacGuffin, live from MacGuffin. <laughs> I, uh, I yeah, I, I, I the the pretzel bites were great, and that cheese dipping sauce. You were absolutely right. Yeah, it was it was like a malt pretzel in a great way. Like I loved all the salt on it. I love the the textural difference from the outside to the the the, the soft inside. I thought they were a delight. Yeah, I, I I just thought the plate as a whole was a lot of fried. Right, I was stuff. only doing it or ordering the plate because I wanted to try both nachos and wings because it's something I've strayed from. Mm-hmm. Um, I would never order all of that again. Yeah, I would order the pretzel bites separately again or the wings separately again. The chicken finger or the chicken tenders were good. Yeah, yes. what did you think of those tendies as we now call them? <laughs> they were good. I just not. I'm general. I don't generally order chicken tenders ever yeah yes i usually get i prefer bone-in wings yeah. so fair do you know what I, I was the, but the sauce they were good they weren't i didn't think they they were overly breaded and the the honey mustard was excellent all the dipping sauces were really good yeah right I, th- I thought they were good but i didn't think they were great and i almost ordered the chicken tenders for my main meal yes and i'm happy that i i didn't because i really love that sandwich yeah i think i think those are the it seems like those sandwiches are the way to go yeah and, they're chi- they're burgers or chicken sandwiches that's the way to go yeah. i right. feel um and i would just say of that big bite sampler i wouldn't i probably wouldn't get that again or any of those again but i might get those pretzel bites mm-hmm. like because I, yeah. I thought those pretzel bites were, were nice and they actually work really well easy thing to dip easy to eat um in the dark uh we got one more item i believe we got the and i hope the menu description for this is accurate the over-the-top oreo milkshake uh vanilla ice cream oreo pieces giant oreo wafer and whipped cream uh what did you guys think of that milkshake that we kind of uh, were communally passing down like a like a joint at a rush concert <laughs> ah, passing a milkshake around. god like a joint at a rush it was like concert. suck suck pass yeah <laughs> <laughs> what's I, i'm afraid to ask you what's the last concert you went to before i mean i'm guessing rush yeah probably rush it, it couldn't have been a different canadian-based band <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah, Russian lover boy. That's, that's what we've seen like. No, I saw. I I went with Natalie to see Ted Leo and the Pharmacists. Oh, this was uh, got to be ten years ago. More than that. That's the last concert. Yeah, I don't go to live music very often. Wow. No, you no, you don't. No, I don't. That's insane. Um, I mean, I like. I like. It, first of all, I don't like standing. Um, oh yeah, you hate concerts. I, yeah, I'm not a fan this. either. Too loud, and then I get bored. You I'm know like, what? I You're wrong. You songs. went to a Dave Matthews concert. That's with right. Me. That's right. I went to you, you, you took me to Dave Matthews concert, mm-hmm. and before that, I went to a Jimmy Buffett concert with Mike Carlson. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, so I've been. I to a have couple an odd soft spot at, for at Jimmy Hollywood Buffett. Yeah. yeah, Buffett is great. And I'm excluding. I'm excluding jazz and classical because that's a different thing. But you're you're talking about like a like a rock and roll sort of concert. Do you go to jazz and classical concerts a lot? no. <laughs> All right. So I'm just my thing with concerts is yes. or anything like that, sporting events. I'm not a fan of everyone arriving at the same time and everyone mm. leaving at right. the same time. Right. Groups of people and, and right. And I am such a Disney theme parks enthusiast that I have to like that's that's my compass like max capacity on that is like having to deal with crowds and like and I'm one of those people that before I I'm leaving as the fireworks are going off. Right. Like I'm oh, getting yeah. in my car. Like, right now is probably a good time. Right. We're we're about to the the good month of going to Disney is about to be over. Right. I I know that there's March vacation sometimes for some there, people. Disneyland, there is no good time. Yeah. Wow. That went away. Because that went away. Dis- uh, Disney World that's there sad. might be, but it, because that's more of a destination. Yeah. But it's all, it's like 70% locals at Disney. And whenever it's supposed to be slow, that's when like the lowest grade cheap pass can go. So it's still crowded. Right. Gotcha. D- this is a whole nother podcast. Do not get me started. D- d- well, <laughs> are you excited for Star Wars land in Disney this this summer? I'm just curious to see how this is all going to pan out. Me too. Uh, because I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, I, I don't, I'm, I don't, I'm just very curious. It's like, clearly it's going to be crowded. Is it going to make the rest of the park crowded? Is it going to make the rest of the park slow so I could enjoy that and get to Star Wars? By the way, it should be called Star Wars Land. It's Star yeah. Wars Galaxy's Edge. No one's going to call it that. Yeah, it should be Star Wars Land. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just um, put in my resume for Unkar Plutnik. You're going to get a chance of getting that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, just work on the line reading. <laughs> you're, oh, so you're saying I'm a bad actor. No, no you're a great actor. Oh, you're a fantastic actor. Thank you. I Enough was to, trying to pimp you into saying one Do you think I'm portion. a good enough actor to take, to, take, to take Kevin's award on the way home? I think you are, but I think you're not strong enough to carry it. <laughs> <laughs> It's heavy. It's, it's heavy piece of equipment. Unnecessarily heavy. Um, the milkshake I thought was. It, it, I, I mean, I like, gotta say, you really you started to like. It was almost like you were anacondaing this thing. You you like started to like. You unhinged your jaw and you like you really went at it. I was having I was it having was issues trying to get it. Like I was trying to drink from the edge of the glass and I was uh-huh. having issues trying to 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 induce it to uh, to slide down the the glasses. Uh, ri- you opened your mouth wide. You put the mouth up to your face and then you like were did a shaking motion. Yeah, yeah. You weren't about to. Uh, uh, take a hit off that joint yeah. <laughs> of a straw. Is that what you're saying? But um, I, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, like, it, like it was very blended. It was, uh, you know, I didn't get like Oreo chunks at least from the sips that I had. Oh, uh, but I did. I did. Oh, you guys. Yeah. Okay, so then maybe I just yeah, was, you fucked up. I was missing out on a. Key you maybe got whipped cream. We used the very. Uh, wide open space straw. of a straw. Yeah, yeah, it's a big old. It, it is a boba straw. It's a boba straw. Oh, boba straw. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Yeah, there's going to be a lot of those at Galaxy's Edge, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to? Where were you going to go with that? I uh, just I was going to say it was going to uh, freeze a solo cup in carbonite. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's where you were going? Yeah. But I wasn't. I couldn't quite formulate it. And then when I finally did, it bailed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit this out. Yeah. 
We'll edit. You know what? We'll edit Nick and I out of this episode. <laughs> we'll just be you guys talking. We'll record Kevin and, and Jamie riffing for a few hours afterwards, and then we'll edit that into a podcast. Might want to edit my Disney stuff out because it's probably obnoxious. Oh no way! <laughs> no, no, people love that. Um. So, uh, uh, but what what did you guys think of that shake? Um. First and foremost, needs to be served with a spoon, like a long teaspoon. Yeah, that would help it. Yes. Um. Because I feel like maybe by the time it got Nick, by the time it got to you, because you were the last to try it, it may uh, we may have taken the chunks out for you, or it melted a little yes. bit. But I was the first to sip from it, and it was chunks were getting caught in the straw. Yes. So that made it difficult. So Kevin and I were doing this move of we were using the straw a little bit, like as a spoon. Oh, got it. And I've ordered a shake there one time before, and it was a Reese's Pieces shake. And it was, I had to ask for a spoon. They need mm. to be served with spoons. Yeah. I think that would. It was more of a soft serve. Right. right. It was almost like a, bl- like a blizzard. Yes. It was a blizzard. It was, it was, it was, it was very, very, very But once it softened up, because mm-hmm. um, it, it, it ended up between Kevin and I, as it, so- as it melted a little bit, it was super easy to right. suck through the straw. I found the sh- shake to be uh, tasty. And also once it became flaccid, easier to suck. <laughs> <laughs> I maybe stole all the chunks from you. I can I can suck the chunk out of anything. Now. <laughs> so that might have been that might have been the issue. Yeah, there's I, the sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gonna end up in a drop. <laughs> I use I used the I used the thin straw. I I, I oh. took my thin. I, I used your the, own straw. I used my own straw. How did you get anything through that? I, I there was a lot. I, I was there was a lot of sucking going yeah, on. Yeah, there was. Which and and and, uh, and and I and I actually finally did get something out of there. Nick, you're very good at sucking. I'm surprised that you didn't get anything out of there. <laughs> We're both good at sucking. Just listen to Doughboys. <laughs> I thought it was good. I thought it was a good shake. Yeah, not bad. Just just a little just a little thick and and as you guys you are pointing out, difficult to eat. It's tasty. Difficult to drink. Um uh and the price point I think is a little high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not it's not it's nine fifty. Right. That's a little high. Yeah. Um yeah, it's 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 like a cold stone. But thing. you know what? When you think about all these prices by and you put them into movie price terms, right? Then maybe it's not that like because a, a movie and a, a, a sodas can be five fifty for a large soda or something. Or, yeah, or, like, I was discussing um, in our drive from the theater to the house. I was discussing with Nick that at a so we're AMC A list, so which is like their they their movie pass like subscription service. So we didn't pay we we did we pay a subscription monthly but these tickets dine-in tickets are included. So we didn't pay the $20 ticket today essentially. Oh, so right. that factors in a lot right. to oh, yes. my experience because I didn't really pay for this ticket. Right. Gotcha. Cuz I'm so cuz already you're going $20 in the hole. I we did not. That that changes. So that fact, yeah. I think Technically, that, we saved you guys forty bucks. <laughs> well, thank you. Yes. And well, I got my stubs points. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Doughboys media. Uh, the uh, yeah. I, if you were taking a whole family, you're taking like a family of five, or even just a couple, a, a couple going yeah, out for that can add up. on a date. That's right. your four. And, and also, a, we went during the day. It's like twenty two or twenty three dollars if you go like prime time. Oh wow! I gotta say though, besides the fact that your stomach is gonna hurt terribly after the movie at least for me a good date spot it's a fun little it is a fun date spot also if you like meet ahead of time and like grab a cocktail and then go into the movie yeah yeah it's a fun little date spot make a whole evening out of it but um back to their price points i think that so yeah i don't even factor like the ticket price in Mm -hmm. but i think it's pretty reasonable i mean you get a burger or a chicken sandwich for about 16 dollars with a side of fries or onion rings or tots mm. that's i think that that's the same as if you went to a restaurant maybe a little less and i think the quality of their food for being a essentially a movie theater is pretty good right yeah 
And there's also the plus side of you can literally turn your chair into a bed after you've eaten all this right. food and lay down. And I'm surprised I didn't help you more, man. Yeah, you, 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 <laughs> in terms of your stomach and discomfort. Oh, you no, you 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 were making me comfortable. Nick was his eyes were darting around. He was looking for the exit. He made me more uncomfortable. <laughs> but, I kept leaning over and chiding in on the movie. You did. You made fun of the movie quite a bit. You about about I'd say. 70 minutes into the movie where he said just to let you know I have no idea what is going on in this movie which 70 I- minutes in yeah I sat on that joke for about 40 minutes I wanted to lean over after 30 minutes and I thought you know it's a lot funnier if after 70 minutes you have no idea what's going on there was a, yeah there was a good 25 to 35 minutes left when you said that and no one was no one was figuring yeah. out what was going to happen at no. that point yeah you could have said that during the credits it still would have worked yeah um, let's get to our final thoughts uh, here's how this will work we'll each go around we'll give a <laughs> summation of our AMC dining experience and then give this a rating from zero to five Five forks, uh, Jamie. We will begin with you. Okay, so I'm gonna. I have like two reviews here because I mm-hmm. am basing this on we are a list members, so we don't. We're paying a subscription to get this ticket, so right. we're not really paying for our ticket. And we, I don't say we frequent here. The last movie we saw there was Glass, so okay. that'll give you a perspective of. So like it was like two, in, three months. Yeah, so a couple months ago, I sat next to uh, to Buster Rhymes when I went and saw. Glass. That's correct. That's that, it's a, it's a well known fact. Yes. It's online. Uh, that's all I wanted to say. Okay. Is I sat next to Buster Rhymes. Thank you. So I think if you're going in like as a couple and you're paying for this ticket and you're paying for food and everything, it, it's gonna be you're it's gonna be about fifty bucks ahead, right? Mm. With, uh, but the food, I think, is very good, and they do a good job about uh, this one specifically about being um, unintrusive, because this one was built to be an AMC dine-in, because the, uh, the the only other one I had been to, it was retrofitted, and that was a total, I did not enjoy my experiences, experience as much, and I feel that it was very disruptive. So I think that, yeah, I think just like going, going in and not having this subscription and paying, I would give it a four star, or four forks, wow. I'd give it four forks. And but we kind of I would say we kind of frequent there because we don't and you know, we don't have to pay for this ticket and I know what items to order mm-hmm. and I know what's going to work for me eating in the dark and I do think that my go tos are very are I enjoy them I would give it a four and a half or four, four and, and a half, half forks wow very good score. but you also have to see like we a movie that you don't really have to pay too right. much attention to. Like we saw glass there, I think that was perfect. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Kevin, your mm-hmm. thoughts? Yes. Okay. So, um, because I strayed from my normal menu choices to mix it up, as it were, I experienced for the first time, which should be fairly obvious or a normal experience for your average goer, which is eating in the dark, uh, uh, a challenging idea yes Mm -hmm. and maybe takes away from the movie going experience in terms of enjoying the movie or even paying attention to it Uh, so because i had the sandwich that the first bite in i realized had not made it to me the way i had ordered it uh i.e the red onion um that was already lost in okay i have to concentrate on my food now instead of this uh less than b average film and um, so for the first time, I, as I said, I, I was drawn away and also hyper aware that I was eating in the dark. Whereas before, when I get a bowl or I get something simple, 
um, I, I, I was paying as much attention to my food as I would a box of popcorn. Right. And I, it, it was never distracting before. So today was the first time I was distracting. So if, if I were to give the normal score of my usual experience of going there, it would be higher than my experience today. That's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. Which so, I don't know. Is that fair? No, I, that's, I, think, yeah, okay. I, think, I think you're going to take okay. that into consideration for sure. Yeah. So I would normally give it uh, three and a half. And today I would give it three. Three Very, forks. Very it's solid a, score. Yeah, solid score. Go ahead, Mitch. I was pleasantly surprised by almost everything I had. I think the appetizer sampler I was not as hot on as, as you guys were, but I loved the chipotle, chicken chipotle melt. Uh, there was some bacon in there, by the way. I don't know if I said that. I, I, I loved the uh, Caribbean cooler. I thought it was really good. And I worked at an AMC movie theater. That That, that was the theater that I worked at. And I used to think that they were the shittiest movie theater, and I ne- never wanted to go to, to one. But those seats are insanely comfortable. They're huge. They and and, and I I love the movies. Look, I, do I wish there was a better movie on the screen? Yes. If the Great Train Robbery or a trip to the moon was on the screen, oh, the no. Great Train Robbery is on there. I'd be running out of the theater. <laughs> Scare the hell out of me! No, you're thinking of train coming, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. pulling into station. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Nick Sorry has the same reaction as people who saw a train pulling into station back in the day. He runs out of the theater. He thinks he's going to get hit by the train. <laughs> yeah. Um, would I have enjoyed the experience more? I think yes. I think Captive State was was kind of a below B movie, uh, but I was I was enjoying the 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 I was enjoying the food. I was enjoying the service. When you got the popcorn, I thought that was a great time. There was a little side of butter. I poured it on there. I was having a blast. I can't. I gotta say, four forks. Wow, man. four forks. I really liked it. I, I, I like it, Alamo Draft House. Is that a better experience? Yes, probably. It's a fancier experience. It might actually be less money than AMC. If, if like you were saying, if you take into consideration the price of the ticket. If you're, but if you're a member, maybe not. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. But Alamo Draft House is kind of like the fancier version of that, and that probably would also get a very good score from me. Uh, I like it. I think it's. A, and this is. It is. It feels like the future of movies in a even a bad way and a good way because I enjoy it. But then also it's like, oh, they're trying to get people to come to the movie theater and they have to now serve dinner here. It's like Cinerama Dome or whatever, and right. this is the next step in that or whatever. But I, I had I had a good time. I, I I enjoyed myself, Nick. Yeah, good company, good service, mm. good food. The apps are a little bit of a letdown. I do. I feel the need to point out that Kevin and I did, del- and this is an option that people were probably not aware of. The popcorn and the milkshake, we ordered it up top, and then you mm. can delay the service of it till after oh, your meal. And that's, that's what great. we did. That's, that's nice. Big. That's a nice yeah. little hack. You yeah. can also do that. Another hack is the coffee. If you're a coffee drinker, you can delay the coffee like you would in a restaurant. Yeah, you can oh delay service God. of anything. You can order everything up top and then be like, but I would like it after my meal. And you can delay it. And they put it in and it, they just put like Mark like delayed service and they bring it later. Uh, or, or a dessert. Mm-hmm. I, I could have used a cup of joe about minute 60 to keep me awake <laughs> but that's a tip for anybody yeah. that wants to go man if you had a cup of coffee you would excitedly be uh t- telling us the plot to the movie afterwards <laughs> all the fucking connect the dots in that fucking movie um yeah i i will i will just say i i thought the service was excellent i thought the food was a lot better than i expected uh i loved getting a drink in a in a glass like that in and of itself was enough that like that was like oh this validates the experience that i'm getting a drink in a glass king of the spills you're eating dinner in the dark right you don't even spill anything i somehow didn't spill 
Uh, but uh, but yeah, and I was drinking from the side of a glass. No, it all kind of worked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, no straw, no lid. Yeah, uh, but um, you're, you're very proud of that. No straw, no lid. No straw, no lid. I didn't spill wow. in the dark. <laughs> I did pretty well for myself. <laughs> uh, that said, I think this overall, I like, I like that. Uh-huh. But I think eating. While this is going on, we got a little bit of a buzz here. It might be the lights that came on. Kevin just oh, no, no, no you don't, you don't, you don't have. To, are you guys hearing the buzz? I'm hearing it. Is there a bee on your microphone? Oh, there, yeah. There's a. You know what? There is a little bee. <laughs> oh, it's from. It's the guy from B Movie. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, it's Jerry Seinfeld from B Movie. <laughs> Listen, I can. It's no problem to turn off the lights. I'm sure that was it. Let's. I wonder if it was the lights. It should. It, it could have. We'll, we'll, we'll find out right now, Let's Nick. See, this on, is this is very fun for us. Wow. The lights went off and the buzz stopped. But how odd! What is going on here? I'm floored. Audio, audio engineers out here. Uh, hashtag mystery buzz. Let us know if you can solve that one. That was weird. It's a strange way for us to reveal that Jamie and I are actually from the same planet represented in the film. <laughs> oh, that's why you guys have been clicking the whole time. Yes. What um, was the name of the planet they came from? I don't think it was ever mentioned. We don't know. They didn't say The it. door stopped. That was the first. They were so cryptic. <laughs> that well, flying yeah. door stopped. Nor did the aliens them. themselves have a name, I don't think. No, I don't think so. Cockroaches. They, call, they, well, call they, them roaches, they called them roaches as a right. nickname. Yeah, but right. they didn't say they're real. They're real. Uh, Which real is, name. you know. Uh, and it was like a derogatory name because John yeah. Goodman shut that down. Right. There was a couple moments where you see the spaceship flying and I heard you guys laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie thought it was one of the funniest things she'd ever seen. And then they and then the it got speed me. of it. And then whatever it, it took off. Oh my gosh. I don't know. There was a yeah, moment where they were trying to make Goodman chase after me and I heard you go, you don't make Goodman run. And, <laughs> and then he got in the car got immediately and drove. He was chasing a perp. And I thought, no, not since Jake and the fat man. Have <laughs> seen such a bad perp chase? Quink, quack. Yeah. Um, all that said, I don't like. E- I just don't like eating in the dark. I just didn't mm. like that aspect of it. I didn't like it at the Alamo Draft House. I did. I, I. I thought it was like this is good. This is better than I expected. But I don't want to do this. I want to just be watching this movie. And if I was going to come to this thing, I don't want a server like even as good as the service was. I just don't want a server interrupting me asking what I want. So for and you me, do you sleep with the lights on, correct? Yeah, lights, <laughs> like fluorescent lights, just full blast, and food nearby. Yeah, <laughs> um, I would just so this was good, but not for me. And wow. so I feel like I got to give this two and a half four. Wow! I just like I don't, I don't know you know I, I don't know how I'm, I'm honest with the system based on, on the based on the experience, not necessarily the quality of the. Film. Yeah, based on the experience, based on the quality. Do you of the think food. if you saw a better movie, you you would you would you would your rating will go higher? Like if we'd seen Despicable Me three, <laughs> oh, and I was just God. having a blast. Yeah, maybe Jeez. might have affected a little bit, but it would have been like a half fork variation. I don't think it. I, I like. I think the the movie wasn't the issue. It was the fact that I had the same thing at Alamo Drafthouse, where we saw a great movie. We saw we saw Murder on the Orient Express <laughs> yes, and Kenneth like, Branagh, a, a great movie, and Johnny and, Depp, and Johnny Depp, and Johnny Depp, a great, great. They movie. both won Oscars, I think, for that. One. <laughs> um, but no, I just don't like. I, I just the experience just doesn't work for me. I I, I understand that because I feel like um, there's. There's just some people that that's not for them because yeah. a movie going to a movie is a different experience than having dinner and they want them separated. Exactly, I'd rather ju- I'd rather have them be two separate. And I things. don't usually like eating in the dark. We went to a restaurant recently that you're probably familiar with, Ingo's Tasty Diner. Yes, I know Ingo's. Yeah, which is I which is Ingo's. great, but it, is. it was so dark in we there. Sat at it the is. one table, it really it didn't was, have and light. I and like for that sort of me, I'm like I can't see what my food. Yeah. See no, and. Knowing that I'm going in, like I'm not going to be able to see my food. That's why I've, in the past 
not ordered nachos or not ordered wings. Like right. I go in knowing this is what's happening. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but all right. I also respect that you want to separate your experiences. Yeah. What am I? What are we? What are we? Supposed I just am disappointed in you. I don't know. I don't well, know look, what to it, say. it wasn't getting in the Golden Plate Club either way. Uh, wow. That was our. Uh, Seems like that's kind of weighted going into it. That was our review of AMC Dine In. It's time for a segment. We've got a beverage. We're going to decide if you should pour it down your throat. It's Dranker Steak. Now, Jamie got this. She told us about this, and she said she had some. At the it theater. kind of blew our minds. She's retrieving them right now. These are. LaCro- now, Mitch, you are a drinker of Lacroix. Kevin- I'm not really. I, I don't love Lacroix. Okay, actually. I'm sorry. Then you are you are. A I drinker. love all sparkling waters. You are a drinker of sparkling. I I also love sparkling waters. I like sparkling waters, but uh, Lacroix make me more thirsty when I drink them. I like Spindrifts are the uh, are what I like now, which is the uh, has just a little bit of fruit juice and it's still mm-hmm. like under. It's usually five calories or under. I like Spindrifts a lot. Yes. So what we have is this is a Lacroix variant wow. that I didn't realize existed. LaCroix La Cola. This is a cola flavored LaCroix sparkling water. And then on top it says Nicola. It says Ni it says yeah, Nicola. I yeah. guess is that I guess that's a it's based off of somebody's. That's like your name, name in the, the old copy. country, Nick. It is like my hey, if I if Nicola. the Weigers had never left Estonia, maybe I'd be Nicola Weiger. <laughs> what um, would you be doing over there? Uh, Nicola Wai. Podcast Why about Estonia's chain restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, it says I'm trying to, to read this real quick. We've gone back to the Disney theme with the glasses. I, I love these glasses. These are great. Not yeah. so very long ago in Small Village in Southwest, blah blah blah, Ellis Island, red, white, and blue. His wonderful America always excites with the fashion's name Nicola. Mine too. What? So, so this is this. I is, don't understand this. This is very much supposed to be soda, though. Yes. It's supposed to be a soda flavored sparkling water. Cola essence sparkling water. Naturally essence sparkling water. Very strange. But the the, the, the flavor. It, it was the odd part as to, I believe, why Jamie chose this. It's supposed to be cola, as in Coca-Cola. Oh, my well, I don't think flavor. I think it's supposed to be... LaCroix is like the essence of whatever it it's supposed like it. to be. It smells like Coca-Cola. It, it smells, smells like Coca-Cola. So this is Coca-Cola. sparkling water with the essence of cola. And this was introduced to me by somebody... Uh, that is not cola. Yeah. Yeah. As tastes go, I just want to say that is not cola. <laughs> I didn't even oh know this existed. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't even know this existed. Oh, my God. One of my sketch um, the fellow um, uh, members. I can't Yeah. One of my fellow sketch members brought this to a rehearsal because he'd seen it. And we always, you know, are constantly drinking LaCroix. I'd never seen this before. And I think I was the only person that kind of liked it. Um, yeah, it's it's bananas. I think I think my first sip, I said, oh, God. Uh, it's, it's just very. This is insane. It's I very th- perturbing. I thought I regretted the two hours I'll never get back from watching Captive State. <laughs> this may be a bigger regret. The the podcast or the the cola, <laughs> the Nicola Lacroix. It's 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 like a I guess a Coke I think without tasted enough. Yeah, a Coke without any sweetness, no sugar. I think at all. that is huge insult to Coke by saying it's like a Coke in any way. Okay, besides it's, bubbles, it's like a, it's like an RC cola. It's like a generic cola without it, any sweetness. It's, it's almost like an aperitif. Yeah, you kind of like get a, a, like a palate cleanser, right? But it, I don't know what the flavor is because no, it's not know. cola. This is the best way if, I can describe the flavor. Here we go. You take a glass of sparkling water and you drop a Tootsie Roll in it, and it dissolves a little bit. <laughs> Let me try. It's <laughs> the best time. way I yeah. can describe it. I almost feel like this is this is. Zambuca sparkling water. There's oh, a Zambuca? medicinal. Yeah. Yeah, there's a yes. A the, slightly medicinal 
Uh, yeah, like if you put bitters, it's almost like bitters bitter. and soda. Oh, it does. It does kind bitter. of have a bitter That's quality. why, yeah, I think it has like an apple. But it's tough to sell LaCroix bitters. Yeah. Who is this for? I don't know. <laughs> it's got a red, white, and blue thing happening on the front. So maybe there was a patriotic uh, element. I went to the world of Coca-Cola recently when I was in Atlanta. Well, now you're just bragging. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I got kicked out after about two hours. Because um, you snuck in some Jack Daniels? <laughs> Why did you get... How could you get kicked out? I was just... Put, I was putting my, my mouth under every spigot. I got a, I got the boot out of that place. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get... But I, I, I kicked myself out. Sure. After I tried the Italian, like... There's like an Italy soda. Beverly. Was it Beverly? It's Beverly. And this reminds me of Beverly. It reminds mm. me of Beverly as well. I didn't mention it because it's a very specific. At Epcot, at Disney World, mm-hmm. they have a thing called Club Cool. And you can taste sodas from all over the world. That's right. And then the one from Italy is Beverly. And it kind of. disgusting. Why is yeah. it called Beverly? That's I, the brand. I, I, that's the brand of it. And I don't even know what it is. But it's like so. so I took a sip of it and I was like, I felt sick. It's. It, it's. It's disgusting. I don't know if anyone's ever had Beverly. I don't think it's as bad. I don't think it's this as strong not, as no, Beverly. No, it's not as strong as Beverly at all, but it has that. People it, from Epcot definitely know what we're, they've, they've, they've braved the Beverly. They've yeah. been to Epcot. Are we going to uh, skank all the way across? I give uh, it a mild drink. I like to say skank. I you know like you guys say, say stank. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I give it a mild drink. I, I, I prefer yeah. skank. That's an option. <laughs> I'll, I'll go rank for this one just to mix Ooh. it up. This is rank. Ooh, rank. Yeah. I'm going big time stinky skank. Skanky stank. Yeah, it's see, bad. The, wow. re- the reason I'm thinking skank is that it reminds me of the first time I think I made out with like a barmaid who smoked and drank and maybe belched. <laughs> it, 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 she it, was a skank. It, it, it tastes like an it tastes it tastes like an old bar. It has an it has an right. old bar. Yeah, it has an old bar. Of taste to it it's just it's truly not good meanwhile nicola's going all in <laughs> he's gonna finish it i mean i finished it yeah. I'm, I'm parched uh but uh i didn't Can we get you some more water no i'm okay oh, okay no i'm i'm, I'm all you, right. but you didn't like it right was rank good no rank. it's like rank oh okay it's good. like rank like it's yes. like it's nasty but also i drank all of it jamie I kind of I, I give it a mild drink wow I mild, drink. I, mild. Oh, i kind of oh, like no. it wow what if this is the beginning of the end? <laughs> Not of the podcast. But maybe it's because I do like bitters and soda, and I don't drink That's true. bitters. That's right. True. I can't That's drink true. bitters. So yeah, you do. Like would you bitters. would you call up the that old bar woman? <laughs> <laughs> I think she only exists in a very foggy memory as opposed <laughs> to a reality. Yeah. That was Drank or Stank, just like a restaurant without your feedback. Let's open up the feedback. Today's email comes to us from Jay Shree. Jay Shree writes, In food movies like Ratatouille and underrated classic Burnt, the chefs always know when a food critic is coming. In Burnt, they explain that Michelin reviewers have certain tendencies. They arrive in pairs, place a fork on the ground, etc. I assume this is rooted somewhat in reality, though to be honest, I haven't Googled this. My question to you is, do you have a secret signal or move when you arrive to to review a chain restaurant, if not, what would it hypothetically be? How will chefs know that Doughboys have arrived? P.S. You, Song, and Emma, you guys are so much fun to listen to on the podcast, which was very nice to say. Jay Shree actually included a clip from the movie Burnt. Jay Shree loves Burnt. Oh, you love Burnt. All right. He loves Burnt. Um, I, I'll, I'll say this. Yes. 
they don't know who the Doughboys are, and then when we tell them who we are, they still don't know who we no, are. No, yeah, they have no. Yeah, it's, it's there's no point for this exercise. <laughs> there's no, there's, there's, what is the point of this? No right. one, no one has ever. There's never been a sticker. We were we were gonna put stickers on windows of restaurants that we reviewed them, like yeah. Golden Plate Club or something like that. And we thought it would be funny to put it up there without the restaurant, yeah. without the restaurant saying that we could, <laughs> just slapping it on, slapping it on the side of places, just like that we've hanging had. it in the wall of a Dairy Queen. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, the, there's we're we're largely anonymous. Uh, I yeah, I, the only sign we're there is like uh, it, I like I'm there by myself for 15 minutes, <laughs> waiting for Mitch to show up. Jesus, that's the but but is I that what, is that what you wanted to say out of all this? No, no, no. I I thought I, I thought we could use this as an opportunity. It's, it's a very it's a it's a creative and specific question. But I thought we could use this to pivot more generally to favorite food movies. Well, I was since I, we're in this world. Oh, all right, that's I, that's I was I was also, I have another question too for yes. for for you, Kevin. Do you ever get do you ever get the uh, at, at a restaurant? I'm giving this guy the celeb treatment here. Here's a an extra dish. Does that ever happen to you? Like a or a, like any nice treatment? For- oh, uh, so uh, as I mentioned, uh, we just went back to work on season three of the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. The how dare I say multi award winning? <laughs> <laughs> they actually announced the number of awards we won at the table read. We had our first table read oh, uh, of season three, and the day before in New York, uh, I had a, a lunch free. I text. Uh, uh, Tony Shalhoub, uh, the award-winning Tony Shalhoub, uh, who's marvelous. And um, we met for lunch at a little hole-in-the-wall Italian place. Wow. Uh, Nino 46 on 46th. And it was near where he had a dental appointment, so that's how it was chosen. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a, a lovely, uh, real old-school Italian meal. Oh, man. And uh, at the end of which, when we asked for the check, uh, the waiter said, the gentleman over there is picking up your lunch. Wow. We looked over, and he was uh, barely looking at us. And so we waved, and then he smiled, and we said, thank you. This is un- so unnecessary. He said, uh, I love you both, on, and I wanted to buy your character's lunch. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So you had to, you had a remaining character. So we had to get up and do a scene from the show, uh, which was worth it to both of us. That's a great story. That's, that's amazing. That's, that's cool. I, I, I always wondered if there's like... We're we're friendly with Farley Elliott, Elliott, who's a food uh, reviewer, and they'll just give him more stuff. And if it's that, it's that sort of thing where it's like, oh man, I don't really want to eat this, but I, but here I, this is yeah. a nice gift or something. We, like there's that. a couple places that Jamie and I've frequented where they are fans, I guess, and they will send out sometimes every dessert on the menu. Wow, for, yeah, and five desserts is too many for. Uh, uh, any group, yeah. To be honest, uh, it's usually yeah. like a group of four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like a group of two, right? Five, right. Five, right. Five, right. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, we haven't won any awards yet. Has the Razzies for podcasts? Does that exist yet? Because we'll be award winning soon too. Oh, I, we have some streamies in the other room. If you want to see some some podcasts, can we awards. can we take a streamie? Yeah, yeah, you can. <laughs> I think there's. The, I don't you, think they exist I think there's anymore. one that's unmarked. You can have it. Yeah, I don't think they exist anymore. Do they? But I love your question of food movies. Yes, because I I was gonna ask this for that because I think it's very appropriate for this um, this episode. Uh, my favorite food movie is Goodfellas. A lot of eating in that movie. Great food movie. I've I've said this before. That is a gr- that's one of the best food movies there is. It's a I, great. It's food so movie. difficult for me to watch that movie, not run out and be like, I have to make sausage and peppers now. Yeah, and the the, the, the garlic that disappears in the yeah, pan. Yeah, there's so much of it. Them cooking in prison, mm-hmm. like Paulie making the sausage. Yes. I'd like my, to get the my, steak my, medium rare. I'm an aristocrat. 
<laughs> no, and then like even when he's all co- Henry right. Hill's all coked up at the end, and it's like, make sure Mikey is stirring the sauce. He's like, I'm stirring it, I'm stirring it. And, and the whole from beginning to end, nothing but food. It's my favorite movie. Yeah, I, I, the, it's and, one of my favorite movies. Too. And then also that 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 line of uh, just he's doing he's doing voiceover, and he's like, now I got Mikey t- stirring the sauce. So- <laughs> it's so it's so great, it's so perfect. And then also make a bread up some chicken cutlets, you know, as an appetizer. I'm gonna fry them up nice. Oh man, it's it's great. <laughs> that whole prison scene is great, and also the 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 steady cam uh, scene goes through a the restaurant for God's sake. Yeah. Goes through the kitchen, cutting the garlic with a razor blade. Oh, it's that, the best. It's a great move. Yeah. It's the it's the best food movie. Yeah. I, I there's been one specific food thing that's been on my brain lately, uh, been on my it's been on my mind, Nick. Uh, Uncle Buck flipping that giant pancake. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm just I really want that pan. It's been in my it's been in my head though for a little bit. Yeah, but that's a uh, yeah. You have the 3D Blu-ray of that, right? <laughs> 4K, I think it's in 4K. <laughs> but Goodfellas, you can't beat Goodfellas. Those yeah. answers the best food movie and best movie it's a great answer i will however and oh, this is God. not i'm not just saying this because of the tony shalhoub shout out it just kind of how did you say his name yeah. who are you Shalhoub, talking about right that's how it's spelled but it's pronounced shalhoub shalhoub yeah it's definitely spelled with an h all right yeah. well God. tony shalhoub <laughs> it makes you that pained you yeah he <laughs> clenched his fists and he ra- he raised his shoulders too. <laughs> <laughs> tony shalhoub i'm trying to get my muscle memory to uh-huh. to, re- to remember that um <laughs> Is it a great eating movie? Big Night. Oh, Big Night. Big Night is Phenomenal. a great food movie. Phenomenal. It's so, so good, and he's great in it. Yeah. That's a delight. Yeah. And if you haven't seen I imagine a lot of our audience has seen Goodfellas, but maybe you're into food and you haven't seen I thought you were going to say Chef, or I didn't know where you were going. No, I wasn't. Is he in Chef? I don't think so. No, 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 no. Before, before I, I, when you were saying another movie, I thought you were going to do Chef. No, that's the John Favreau one. John Favreau, yeah. Yeah, where... Uh, I think the two the two women in love with him are Scarlett Johansson and Sofia Vergara. <laughs> that's that is, fun. That's true. He directed it too. He can do that. Can, did you talk about the last time we were on um, Avalon and the Thanksgiving scene? Oh, so that was the first movie, real movie I did. I did Willow before that, of course, but that was more of a oh, car- yeah. cartoon in terms of my performance. But speaking of food, you're a brownie in I Willow. I was a brownie. Uh, this way! No, this way! <laughs> um, the game board for Br- uh, Willow is over there. Oh, awesome. Uh, cool. uh, but in Avalon, there's big uh, Thanksgiving scenes. You cut the turkey without me? Uh, said Lou Jacoby, who I'm now channeling as Moish Maisel on the, the show. Uh, but... Uh, my first time in a movie where I had to eat. So it, we shot Thanksgiving over three days. Mm-hmm. And oh, the very man. first scene, the very first take of uh, eating Thanksgiving meal, which, of course, they make the actual stuff and you're eating an actual Thanksgiving meal. I was starving. So like an idiot and inexperienced, I devoured my Thanksgiving meal and then had to repeat that from 300 angles over three days. Oh, man. <laughs> and... uh yeah, I learned That's, what a spit bucket really wow. was. We're all about. That's crazy. For real. Yeah. One of the great regrets. And I've since learned and watched certain actors, and I would ask you to do this. Watch actors eat in films or TV uh, and where they move the food around their plate. Because the scene calls for eating. Oh, yeah. Right. A dinner with the family, at home, whatever. And you'll see people cutting. There's some cutting, maybe even forking, and then making a point when raising the fork, but never actually eating because they know I have to repeat this yeah. from all these various angles. And if they're eating, they're chewing on one thing for the entire... Yes, yes. <laughs> the what? But who's the best on-screen eater? Oh, and then Jack Nicholson is by far the best on-screen eater. Uh, Watch for this now. Preetzi's honor. He devours a bowl of pasta 
like a champion. And uh, in the movie Heartburn, he eats a slice of pizza, a slice of pizza while like having a scene with Meryl Streep. It's yeah. amazing. He's the best on screen. Either. I love that. He just he just goes and he does. I don't care how many takes I have to do. Bring more pasta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's really the champion. Uh, but a uh, little topper for you. Um, Kevin J. O'Connor, the actor, played the um, uh, sidekick to John Goodman in the film we saw today. Yes. Uh, he was also the sidekick in the movie Mummy, and he's done a lot of great work. We, he's great. We worked on the film Canadian Bacon. Oh, yeah. With the food uh, motif, which is the only fiction film that uh, Michael Moore right. uh, directed. John Candy's last movie and so on. We were shooting in uh, the, uh, Toronto, all staying at the Four Seasons. And um, Rip Torn is in the film. I wrote about this in my book called uh, How I Slept My Way to the Middle, which is not just a funny title and technically still available <laughs> on Amazon. Uh, that, uh, look, when people were cool to me, I championed them in the book. And when they, you know, there was a few dicks over the time. And uh, Rip, where, where, where do Nick and I rank? Rip Torn was one of them. You guys are cool. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. So far. Yeah. So far, very, very cool. We don't really rank, I guess. <laughs> That's the truth of it. You'll be in the second book. Uh, so it's a sports book called Hey, Those Are My Balls. Uh, again, it's a sports book. Hey, comma. Uh, so Rip Torn was in the hotel room next to the actor Kevin J. O'Connor, who was staying with his new bride. And through the walls, the very thin walls of the Four Seasons in Toronto, every night they would hear Rip Torn yell something disgusting at what they quickly determined was hooker du jour. Uh, that's French for of the day. Right. And um, it got so ridiculous that they had to make a top ten list of things like David Letterman's top ten list, things we heard Rip Torn yell at the hooker through the, <laughs> the wall. Wow. I don't remember all of them, but I do remember the, and I'll need a drum roll when the time comes. This is I can't the, wait to hear Nick do a drum roll, This by the is way. the number one thing we heard the, we heard Rip Torn yell at the hooker through the wall. Nick. I said milk it like a cow. <laughs> All right, so Good that's God. a quote. That's a quote. Uh, and uh, I told that story. I dined on that story for maybe 10 years until I ran into the actor, Kevin J. O'Connor, again. Yes. And I said, Kevin, I've been dining off the story you shared with me for 10 years now, and I just want to make sure I have it right. And I said it back to him the same way that I just told you. Right. And his remark was, yeah, that's it. Because <laughs> you know, you know how you exaggerate right. stories over time. Right. And you yes. make more of a meal out of it. Yes, I said exactly what I told you. <laughs> <laughs> and in the movie today, I leaned over to uh, Jamie and said, "That's the actor who had the room next to Rip Torn when <laughs> Kevin J. O'Connor came on screen in the film today." Not in the movie nearly enough. He's great. Yeah, he's wonderful. Yeah. And Jamie said, uh, "You have to tell that on the podcast later." So I'm I, glad I remember. I love that. Love that it. is so fucking. Nobody didn't offend anyone with this ridiculous story. Oh no, no. I mean, I mean, I wasn't talking to the men in the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Rip Torn is on our Patreon, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOUGH. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com 
slash Doughboys. JB Fox, Kevin Pollock, thank you so much for thank going you. to the movies with us, being so generous with oh, your time, was, welcoming us into, lo- into your lovely home. Yes. Um, do you guys have anything you would like to plug at this time? Oh, I am uh, part of a sketch team. We produce a new live uh, hour of comedy every month. We're the first Wednesday of every month at 8 p.m. at Westside Comedy Theater. My team is called Back Alley Racket Club. It's only six bucks to come see us. There's no drink minimum. So check us out. Back Alley Racket Club, 8 p.m. first Wednesday of every month. Check it out. You look like you were about to say something else. When Nick was talking just now, there was something. Oh, else. just I was I was so happy that you guys let me do this because clearly I am not a celebrity, and I love I have a very I'm very passionate about chain restaurants and like Americana in general, and I love that and, you let me come on and talk. Oh, please! And you have a passion for their podcast. Oh, absolutely! I'm a huge fan. And uh, I brought yeah because I know that Nick's a heat seeker, and I, I started making. Uh, my friend started making his own hot, artisanal hot sauce, and I brought you a bunch of bottles to try. And maybe once you've tried them, you can talk about them. Joey's hot sauce. Yeah, a bunch of different ones. Pre- batch, to- batch twelve. Priscilla the creeper. Yeah, is that's one our mild. That's our mildest one. Very good. Because it starts out sweet, and then it it hits you. It's a little hot at the end. But yeah, you, you gonna try those later, Nick? Yeah, I'm at like, some point. I'm gonna chug them on the drive home. <laughs> I have an idea of what you're going to yeah. do when you get home. We have a you're cracker. Gonna, you're going to milk it like a cow, if I have a guess. <laughs> I, I, you know, I talked a lot about The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's through the looking glass and the zeitgeist. So I want to plug a new all-improvised comedy podcast that I created and cast of some amazing improvisers. It's called Alchemy This, and um, we're only maybe three months into this thing, and it's doing very, very well, but, you know, you can never promote a podcast enough especially in the comedy world where there are 300,000 podcasts <laughs> right I'm not exaggerating um, so Alchemy This it's uh, all improvised and people will write in scene suggestions otherwise I'm the puppet master that lays out the scenes and then I jump in with these people and Craig Kukowski Chris Alvarado Joey Greer uh, Vanessa Raglin and James Heaney that's, um, a great that's a good crew really damn. great yeah it was murderers and, um, row yeah and a lot of fun and I'm super proud of how incredibly talented these people are. So Alchemy This. Craig Kukowski taught me some improv, yeah. so that's what we have to blame for all that. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. He's we awesome. also discovered that the the first time we did this podcast, I don't know if we mentioned it, but Nick taught me in uh, Sketch 101 at UCB. Oh, oh yeah. wow, yeah. yes. Back in, back in like... Two, 2011 or something. Yeah. 2011. Yeah. And now I'm on a house sketch team. So good, Jesse. It will yeah. work for you. Nick and, Weiger can work for you. And Edith came into the dining room finally. I love to it. Say hello to Mitch. Hi, Edith. The tuxedo. Uh, Don't say hi to Junction Nick. of the house. <laughs> who's very? She's a scaredy cat. When you guys arrived, she w- w- dove under a bed where she remained until until right five minutes ago. I love yeah. it. Oh, there she goes again because the phone's ringing. <laughs> There's someone at the buzzer. That's the call box. That's well, there you what go. that sound is. Hey. We're, we're, getting, we're getting escorted out of here <laughs> yeah. right now, aren't we? That's yeah, security. I told security to be here at 5.30 or a little early. I'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time for the Squid Rabbit. Until I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. That was a HeadGum Podcast.